Hey guys, welcome into the show. Happy, happy Thursday, February 2nd. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Scott Gherkin here. Scott, how you doing? I'm going to jump you in real quick today because we talk a lot. Oh, you're going to get me a shot, huh? <laughs> I'm we, good, I'm good. we got to get the camera back on you. I know. We, I know. Well, oh. we've got we've got some It's in the box. I just, well, I'm going to wait till I move this out, which yep. we talked about. So. Yeah, we got some uh, construction heading in the studio. We're evolving. Every day we evolve. Scott's vision for this studio. <laughs> no, you're putting me in the corner. That's what it is. No, you're get in him the, out of the room. You're in the corner now. <laughs> now we're gonna get you out of the and room. This so, is true. So quiet over there all the time. And you know what? You have such so many great things to say. Sometimes there's so much going on. I don't want to add another, but I'll try more. Yeah, it's, it's more like good luck getting anything in, right? Did you have? <laughs> I didn't even look. Did we have a sheet where people can donate to the show and come tour? I remember that being talked we about. Do, we that, do. Is that yes, on? Where can absolutely. people find that if, out? If anyone would like to donate to the show, well, you can go to that. All that information is on the website. You can donate X amount of dollars and you can be entered into a drawing to win a, a cup, like you see here, our cancel this cup. Or you can donate the highest package. You get to come into the studio, view a show live. Come and hang out with us in the studio. We'll give you a little tour around the place. And by the way, you can contact us all individually for any speaking engagements or showing up if you want Tabitha to come speak at your organization. If you want her to host any event, she's there. If you want Scott to come into your house and teach your kids how to sing or teach you how to sing. <laughs> that um, would be a mistake. <laughs> he, he'll work. He'll work with whatever voice you have. Oh, my um, Lord. It, between Scott and Eric telling me, oh, yeah, see, you can do this when you sing, or you can play it. Well, actually, it's Eric who says being a musician's easy. It's not a, a lead singer of a band saying that that's easy. <laughs> but you two have me thinking and believing that maybe I, I, I could. I could someday actually do a song on stage. See? I would love to see that. That would be fabulous. What's yeah. your favorite song? I don't know a lot of them. See, I can't Are you them. a rock guy? Or are you I'm a pop everything. guy? I'm everything. I'm in everything. You guy. listen to everything. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean. So am I, though. I, I listen yes. to a lot of stuff. If I hear a beat, if I hear a song, if I hear a rhythm. And see, I can, like this music that comes on before the show. But, but I would never play up. anything like that. But I'd listen to it. You know what I mean? I like it, too, man. You picked it out. That's why. That's why you like it. Yeah, and you should true. like it. Eric Johnson will be here shortly. Just wanted to give you a couple house uh house up yeah housekeeping updates okay coming up at <laughs> coming up at 9 30 today uh we're gonna talk with a friend of mine um tasha dove with aesthetic and med spa um she has turned into a massive massive businesswoman. Uh, we'll get a little bit about her story she's supporting the show um as a sponsor and um she's also helped me look younger in my face you need you needed some help there, Vic. <laughs> oh, I've never oh, been. Oh, Ozempic. Oh, Ozempic. Yeah, you're not doing Ozempic, are you? No, no, no I'm not. Doing, although, although, here's the thing. I'm honest about it. I mean, if you want to age gracefully and still look nice, there's ways you can do small stuff here, small stuff there. I've always oh, been absolutely. honest about that stuff. Hey, I'm human. We're all human. I mean, you like the way you, you want to look good. It's I pretty much simple. threw it out the window when I started talking and showing my bald spot before I went to <laughs> before I went to Hans Wyman. And that dude, that stuff worked. It worked. It worked for when we did that. We had to trade with uh, the old radio station. So that worked out well. But, yeah, I get some stuff done on the face here and there. And Tasha is the, the men's industry is starting to grow. Oh, and, yeah. And she's like, men come in. It's just like. You need men who aren't afraid to talk about what they do. You need men to just be honest who they are. Do and she's like, but I'm telling you, a lot of men do stuff. They just don't want people to know. She's like, Vic, true. you tell everybody. You do don't you, care. Do you guys think it's true that men age better than women? 
Yes. You do. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, it's all, uh, again, how you take care of yourself. Yeah, true. I'm, I'm convinced in the half your body weight and water of ounces a day. I, I'm convinced water in that. Water is huge. People have to drink water. but Less alcohol. There is no <sighs> question men age better than women. Men, I don't, even if you're a great looking guy when you're younger, as men age and they start getting the salt and pepper look and their, you know, their facial features are more defined, men look better with age. No question about it. Yeah, so Tasha, with Aesthetic and Med Spa, they are a massive, massive Med Spa in the St. Louis. I need Louis. her. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's talk to her. I think we all here. do. <laughs> I need help. We'll also we'll also play a game of work or no work. We'll show her pictures of famous people, and she'll tell us if they've had work, what they've had done, and whether she likes it and whether she would do anything I else like that. Them. Work or no work. <laughs> I am going to put a paper bag over my face <laughs> we've while got a, she's here. We've got a picture of you to put up. Don't worry. Don't you dare. Uh, also, I wanted to let everybody know um, tomorrow's a free-for-all Friday. We're still putting it all together. Um, got some things in the hopper. We'll keep you posted on that. We'll also let you know via our social media pages tonight. Monday morning at about 810, we're going to talk with Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey. He is rocking and rolling. That guy's making news already. Um, he is going against drag shows being shown in schools. He was also one of the attorneys, the 20 states represented, that just sent letters, basic scare tactic demand letters, to CVS and Walgreens saying, if you even think about sending abortion pills via mail, which is something the Biden administration is now allowing, you're going to be sued and sued extensively. Um, so Andrew Bailey signed that as well. He'll be joining us Monday morning at 810. Tuesday morning at 810, Governor Parson. So we've got the big hitters in the state when it comes to politics coming on to cancel this. Back-to-back days, looking forward to that as well. Also, we just may have the, I guess maybe a little bit younger than us, um, hardcore and wouldn't even call themselves liberal, but rapper, an influential rapper from the city of St. Louis. Um, who we're, we're working out some details to get him in to come and debate all of us and talk about why police should not get the benefit of the doubt and giving his street perspective. Oh, gosh. Well, we've talked about it. Hey, have we not talked about wanting to get other perspectives? It's good to have other <clears throat> perspectives, yes, but I also don't want to promote any negativity towards police. And, well, this is just how it was promoted, and um, we'll see. And I, I want to get this rapper who's got a new album out. A lot of people know him. Um, even my son had heard of him. But my son's on my son's on the down low when it comes to <laughs> the, the street rappers, the hardcore rappers. The street cred. It, absolutely. And so, now is this a St. Louis-based St. Louis-based guy. And it's not Nelly. No, no, it's not <laughs> Nelly. No. No. <laughs> Um, Nelly's a happy rapper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's a happy, happy rappy. <laughs> so uh, we're working on that as well. Besides, I'm still waiting to see if Eric will actually give away his $100 bill someday. We'll see where that goes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again for jumping in to letting us know where you're listening from today on the show. Um, yeah, I just looked at the comment line, the down low. <laughs> LOL, LOL, LOL. Tabitha, where do you want to start today? We've got a lot of topics that we can jump into. I want to throw something out there because... We, we wanted to talk about it yesterday. We never made our way to it. And that would be drugs in Canada. Isn't it bizarre? It is absolutely Tell beyond, the people what's going on. bizarre. So in British Columbia, which is the largest province in Canada, they're having a three-year experiment 
And what this experiment entails, it's the decriminalization of hard drugs. And that means that you, if you live in British Columbia, Canada, you can have up to 2.5 grams of fentanyl. What? What? Of meth, of cocaine, of heroin, and it's completely legal. Do you know, to think about that, two and a half grams of fentanyl. Two and a half grams of fentanyl does not equal two and a half grams of cocaine or two and a half grams of heroin. Two and a half grams of fentanyl can kill a lot of people. That's a large amount of fentanyl. So I don't, and part of the reason why they're doing this, they want to decriminalize hard drugs because they don't want to send drug addicts to prison, which I understand. We need better treatment options for drug addicts. We need to be harder and tougher on drug dealers. But how in the world can we say that it's okay for citizens to be able to legally carry two and a half grams of heroin or cocaine or fentanyl or any of these other hard drugs? Get meth, for example. It's just insane. Okay. I read where it was just happening in British Columbia. Only in British Columbia. For and now. Why, and for why, now. Why, why, why just British Columbia? Because they're, they are the largest province in Canada. And so Canada eventually wants to decriminalize drugs, hard drugs, throughout the entire country. But they're going to start in British Columbia because that's the largest province. So they're going to try this out for three, for, for three years. So for three years, they're going to allow citizens to legally carry or legally have 2.5 grams of these various drugs. There's a whole list of them. And those are some of the worst ones that we named. Can and this then, be good at all? No. I, I, don't I mean, in my opinion, no. I agree that we need to find better treatment programs for drug addicts. Prison is not where drug addicts should go. But we need to fix the system. We shouldn't make drugs legal. <laughs> I, I have so many friends who have lost children to, to heroin or to fentanyl. It, it makes me sick. These, these drugs absolutely should not be decriminalized. Well, I'm not even sure hardcore drug users should say they, it should be legalized. Right. I think even they know the dangers that go along with this because I knew an addict. That would be an interesting conversation with someone that is actually an addict. Uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. Because most of them. Addicts know it's a bad thing. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I knew one. I can say that 100%. That's crazy. Eric's probably excited about it. Eric's like, I can finally no. have my meth legally. I mean, <laughs> meth face. Here we go. <laughs> is meth? Wait a minute. Is, is something like Ozemic face? <laughs> something like. Man, I'm uh, just. So, did you say meth too? Yes, meth, heroin, cocaine, all, fentanyl, all the good ones. All Jesus. all hard drugs. If mm. you live in British Columbia, Canada, Canada, yeah. you can have 2.5 grams legally of any hard drug. There, I didn't see anything on the on an exclusion list. Well, the other thing I saw with this story too is um, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. He's behind this. Of course. Yes, this he is. guy is behind it, and this is coming after they had an all-time record high last year for drug overdose death. They say they want to treat this as a health epidemic, not a drug epidemic in regards to a crime epidemic. I mean, you can package any kind of BS as you know. To make it look good, to make it smell good, make it sound good. But in the end, it's still the BS it is, right? Yes. I, I, I just don't see any positivity to this. I don't either. We, we need to reform the system. When people are addicted to drugs, 
We need to treat them differently. We should not be sending them to prison. There should be treatment facilities available for these folks. Because you send them to prison, and guess what? They come out a true criminal when really they were just a drug addict. They need help, you know, therapy, et cetera. But legalizing these types of hard drugs, that's not the way to go. These people are stupid, and I'll tell you why. Back in 1998, I believe, I went to Anchorage, Alaska to record an album. That's right. I remember your Anchorage trip. Went to Anchorage, Alaska, recording an album. Uh, the singer of this album was addicted to heroin. Mm. His wife was addicted to heroin. When I got up there, they had a two-year-old kid. The kid was addicted to heroin because she passed the heroin through her mammary glands. Of That's sad. Of course. Um, so so communities, governments, police agencies, law enforcement who look at, at any drug as something that can be legalized, they they are they have a track record of not understanding what the ramifications of their dumbass decisions are, okay? When you have a kid who is literally strung out on heroin because the parents have been giving carte blanche access to heroin in Anchorage, Alaska, that's just one scenario. They don't understand the, the how damaging they are. In Seattle, Washington, they put in, the first place I ever saw were heroin shoot-up right. Uh, right. stores right next to a Starbucks downtown Seattle yes. because they thought this utopic society, people can just do whatever the hell they want. Crime went up. People were strung out. People died in the middle of Pioneer Square down in Seattle, Washington. It wasn't just heroin. It was heroin and cocaine. I mean, these were drugs... That would kill anybody without the fentanyl. Without no, the fentanyl, no question. And and not only that, but how to think about how this bolsters it just, car, drug cartels. It just makes me. It makes me wonder how does there's no morality in our government, and it starts in liberal cities. These Seattle was a functioning, well producing city back when I lived there, but they had this the the seed. It was just the seed when I was there of all of this garbage, right? Liberalism for drugs kills any place that it goes. You Maybe. cannot have a society yeah. that is functioning anyway where drugs are okay. Now, I, I agree with you 1 billion percent. Do not incarcerate them in your local prison. Come on, man. These are people who are addicts because you didn't take care of them. Put them somewhere. Well, there's a mental health issue it, before you a, take drugs. A yeah. big mental Many health issues. issue. Yeah. Many times. Yes, exactly right. And not to mention, what you look at your, your government to protect you, right? You, to protect you. You know better. You have the research. Make things illegal that are ultimately going to kill us. Why do we wear seatbelts, dumbass? Because it might kill us. Why are you going to let people just randomly just go do heroin? It will kill you. I have seen the face of death my, when my, it comes to heroin. My youngest brother died from a heroin overdose. You know, my half brother. You know, it's it. We weren't raised together, Dude, but you know, he was still bro- my brother. You lost two brothers. Two brothers. That's correct. And, and so, and my other brother died from alcoholism. You know, it's it, these things are a big problem in our society. A big problem in our society: alcohol abuse and drug abuse. And we need we need systems in place to help these folks. Because you know what? I bet you every person here in this studio, every person listening to this show, knows someone or has lost someone 
due to alcohol or drugs. Man, I, you, I tell or you what, mental health. I tell you what, we can all agree here. Get your liberal guy, your little lib, liberal rapper. He's coming. Hopefully. Oh, fantastic. Get him in here. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We'll trade. We'll trade the CRT garbage, the BLM garbage that you're teaching in these schools. We'll all agree. Get rid of all that garbage and replace it with complete drug awareness and, and, and drug education starting at a very young age. Get these kids in there and show them the face of what heroin is. Show them when they start this meth addiction at an early age, you're not playing football no more. You're done with basketball. Your track career is over. You're not going to have any money, and this is how you're going to end up. And every single day, right after the Pledge of Allegiance, you just put those pictures on a damn wall somewhere. I love the idea, Eric, but the, the only way we're ever going to change that to, I think, well, not the only way. I love Eric, but I'd like to expand on your idea. There has to be parental interaction from an early age as well. If Amen. You get, if you get kids Amen. early on and start teaching them during some formative years and maintain who you are to be the example, why do you think you're a parent? Why do you think God gave you the ability to right. reproduce? Yep. It, it, we're not animals. Yep. You just don't have little cubs and little dogs and little cats and send them out in the way. No, we're humans. We yeah. teach. The parental aspect has to be there. Without parental teaching and guidance and kids seeing you lead by example, it's, you know, this world is a tough place. When, when Tabitha started talking before I got here and I was listening— I was like, oh, here we go, drug discussion again, Pfft, whatever. I'm so, I felt like I'm desensitized by it. I've seen it so much it's in my so life. Rampant. I've seen it so much in my life. I am completely desensitized by it. And then I, then I stopped and I thought about it. I go, wow, if you're really going to stop and think about this stuff, you got to unsensitize, desensitize yourself. And you really have to look at it for what it is. It causes, it causes people to go smash windows at Macy's. Because they don't have any money for their drug addiction. It causes, I mean, it's it's really one of the saddest parts of our society these days. And it continues to progress. Look, now we have Narcan-resistant drugs out there on the streets. You know, Narcan has saved, I mean, billions of lives. There are people, believe it or not, even right here in our own state, and I've talked to police officers. They will they will give Narcan to somebody who's overdosed. They'll get called out to a call. An EMT will come out. They'll give them Narcan, revive them. Two yeah. hours later, they're yeah. out reviving the same yeah. person. And you know another the thing? same person. On that note, here's one thing we talk about: that mitocarditis with the with the you know the, the cupcake all over the place. We talk about that a lot. My there there's people in my circle that have lost people because of pot and. And uh, fentanyl, they lace oh, pot it's laced. with yes. fentanyl, and there's been yep. a few of these kids that I know that have gone to funerals now because of fentanyl laced. Whatever, it doesn't have to be marijuana; it can be anything. And you do hear the newest news? I just heard this this week. Now they are starting to find people overdosing, uh, you know, passing away from an overdose because their drugs are laced with tranquilizers, veterinary no. tranquilizers, oh, horse tranquilizers. That's lovely. It's the newest thing out on the streets. And that's what it is. You know, I have a friend who lost her daughter, and her daughter was young. I think she was 16. She only tried drugs once. Yeah. And I think she took a pill. I can't remember what it was called. And she took this pill, and it was laced with fentanyl. Is Anthony a, an uh, EMT of some sort? Because he says they're being trained to go directly to CPR. That that makes all the sense in the world. So you got to kind of throw in the uh, fact that it oh, might wow. 
Yep, my, yeah, I just saw that. Yep, yeah, my, because Narcan doesn't always. Now we have all these Narcan resistant drugs out there. Yeah. Wow. And our government is doing nothing and about we're, it. We're it get, seems like. You know what we're doing? Did you know that Joe Biden is sending out nar- free Narcan to people? I did hear you that. You can get free <laughs> with, Narcan with their free crack pipe. You can get you can get a, <laughs> get a free crack pipe with true. your Narcan. <laughs> and that's actually true. They so send stupid. out free crack pipe right here oh, in the city of St. Louis. Government. There are places you can go where you can go into the bathroom and they have the uh, little box <clears throat> to dispose of your syringes. Yeah. But the way that it's packaged once again, Eric, is listen. We just care about people. We don't want people to no, die. You don't care about We crap. know people are going to do drugs. We know people are going to take so many drugs they're going to, quote, overdose. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to help those people because we don't want death. I had a friend. Okay, who- that sounds sweet and nice, but it's the Band-Aid. No. When I would, we, we, parents love their kids very much. I don't remember. Do you guys remember this? Maybe you don't. But back when I was in high school and junior high and middle school, if a kid was doing anything with drugs there was this place called boonville do you guys remember boonville the military school yeah Yeah. oh you guys remember that i don't yep the parents loved their kids didn't want them to be involved with drugs i love you you're going to military school son sorry sucks to be you and hopefully it worked them into being a marine or whatever it was that's love that's love. It's not like tough oh, love doesn't always yeah. work. It's not like, hey, son, I see you have your your heroin is on the couch. Can you please get that off and take it somewhere else lovingly and go and do your heroin Involved, downstairs? Loving tough love yeah. does work. Not for and, everyone, but I I agree, but I don't agree. I agree that yes, there are cases where it won't, but most cases, yes, we're not going to throw the baby with the bathwater out on this one, Tabitha. I, I tough know, I know, love, yes, backed by. Long-standing, showing responsible actions that a kid sees that you are there. You're not fake. You're there for the long haul. I think that works for some kids. I certainly don't think it works for all or even half. Okay. Uh, so we'll agree to disagree on I that I think one. it works for most. Having, you don't two, think having it works lost for two half. brothers, no, I don't agree with you. Who yeah. had great parents, r- were raised in great households who had tough love, who went through all of this. No, I, I can't agree with that. Well, okay. the, the hard part with that is the fact that I've seen the exact opposite, where tough love... And it does work sometimes. Well, where I've seen in most cases, tough love does work, followed by longstanding back in actions. Those are I have seen that. You've seen a different thing. And yeah, you have to... Different. And, I, and look, I think both, both are true. Yeah, I think that drugs... First of all, the addiction to drugs is... Look at Steven mm-hmm. Tyler from mm-hmm. freaking Aerosmith, okay? This is a guy that has everything. Started drugs back in the 70s. Broke up one of the most successful bands because he couldn't handle his drugs. Tried everything time and time and time again to get off of drugs yet he's still on the damn drugs. He's always on and off the wagon. It's the hardest thing in the world to do. It is torture. That's why I, it's I, I always say don't even do it once. I've never even tried a drug because I, I I don't have to learn from making my own mistakes. I can learn from watching other people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I always told myself growing up, I will never try a drug because I would probably like it. I don't want to get addicted. And so the, I'm you know like how, you. You know how you don't want to get addicted? You don't do it. Well, you I, don't try it that first time. I tried a few. And you're doing just fine. Um, no, but it makes sense. I mean, but I, as a, I mean, it's a, it's also your dis, your disposition, how you are as a person, what you what you're trying to get out of whatever it is yep. you're trying to do. I mean, how many guys from Missouri football that Vic played with were on steroids? That's More. a drug. I mean, I'm, there's all drugs all around us in every position and all around the country. When I was there, 
Yeah, I mean, the same oh, guy exactly in the right positions. Those line guys, linebackers. Yes. Hey, and, yes. And how many people in this room? I never did it, but when I, I was, I was like, damn, I'm going against people not only yes. on my own team. Yeah, exactly right. But people on other teams, Nebraska, when they're winning three national yep. championships, steroided out. Yep. Um, and then you're like, damn. Yep. But that's a whole nother. No, but it isn't. Topic. It isn't but, because it's still. It's the pressure to do something that you don't want to do that's not good for you. How many people in this room would love to see the era of Barry Bonds and McGuire come back where they were putting baseballs in the other time zones? I mean, that was fun <laughs> to watch, wasn't it? But well, it's it's the worst. But they governed it. The, the MLB governed that and said, enough of this. You can't do it because it's harmful. That's what our government needs to do here. And the fact Canada's doing this to bring it full circle is a disgrace. Yeah, we're going to keep people posted on what the hell's happening in Canada. I mean, hell, we talked for 25 minutes on it. Boom, just like that, because that's what's happening. And drugs is such a big discussion. It is, and we're just just diving in. We're just sticking our toes into it right now. I need to know what the hell's going on with our government. Now, there was a time where there would be an uproar about this. AOC and two other politicians, a Democrat, and that's a Democrat from... California, and then a Republican from New York paying thousands of dollars in campaign cash to a Chinese foreign agent. The Department of Justice forced this Chinese woman, Sing Tao, to register as a Chinese foreign agent in 2021. And now there's records of American federal politicians paying her. What the hell is going on? How does AOC and these other two have jobs. How are they still elected officials? What's the retort? There is no retort. It's, it's it, it shouldn't yeah. even be a question. It's I, nobody understands the story all that well. They don't understand what's going on behind closed doors. They sent money to this Chinese-owned entity that the Department of Justice found out about. They forced her to register as a Chinese foreign agent. And this was because of tensions that were between Washington and Beijing. And we all know the Eric Swalwell situation where he was sleeping with Chinese agents. AOC is involved with paying this woman, that entity. And now it's just like, okay, so here's what she did. Why are they involved? Is it Chinese disinformation we need to be worried about? What's China doing? Because AOC paid $1,500 in advertisements, on advertisements, with this woman's newspapers during the midterm election cycle. Does any of this surprise you? Yes. The fact that it's coming out, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The fact that they're talking about it surprises me. That's what I'm saying. But the fact that it happened, it no, does not surprise me at all. This stuff happens all the time. Kevin Mullen, the Republican, paid $7,000 to her to campaign in her newspapers. But, you know, this is how politics works, and politics is a dirty business. I just talked to someone last night who wants to run for political office, and, you know, they asked me for advice. I said, you know what? If you want to win, you have to play dirty. So It's unfortunate that it's come to that, but it is that way. AOC has zero chance of losing an election where she's at. She just does. She's She is... Her, in New York, yes. Yes, where she is now, I don't. She'll, I don't know if she'll ever become a senator or anything like that. And, there, oh, and there was she, another. There was don't an, be surprised if she doesn't become yeah, the president. I guess you're right. I guess don't you're, be surprised. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, guess yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back I, and tab on that one. I think I guess you're she right. will be the president someday. I really do. If we continue down the path we're going, I really do think she will run in 2028 
or the following election. I absolutely believe it. Did you know that there is a pro-communist, pro-China, pro-Beijing radio station in L.A. that's actually pretty highly rated with all of the pro-communist people that have moved to this country, either legally or illegally? Yeah. Well, the Revolutionary Communist Party, they're called RevCom, they're very large in this country. And, you know, Antifa spawned out of the Revolutionary Communist Party. So RevCom, anytime there's a, a protest, I can guarantee you they're out in Memphis right now. They're in L.A. RevCom comes out, and what they and this started even before Antifa. RevCom will come out to the protest. They hand out their RevCom flyers. They will go to schools and hand the kids, as the kids are leaving schools, their Revolutionary Communist Party flyers. And then what these folks do is they mix in with a peaceful protest, and they are the first person to throw the rock, the first person to throw the brick, the first person to throw a punch. And then they back into the crowd, and then guess who gets blamed? All the peaceful protesters. Yeah. It's, it's, it's their tactic. Their goal is to cause chaos, and they are big in this country, mm-hmm. big. So now we have politicians, both Republican and Democrat, paying Chinese foreign agents to help them get elected in the United States with the pro-communist communities all throughout America. And it's not just in L.A., and it's not just in New York, it's not just in Chicago. They're everywhere. And as the guy who cuts my hair, he moved here to avoid uh, communist China. He's from Beijing. And he said, if you don't think those ideas, those ideas aren't in St. Louis, think again. Let's find him. He he says, well, he says go to Washington University. You don't have to look very far. Man, not far. You at know, all. it's one thing for us to talk about it, but for, it's another that's, thing. That's that's him saying. Uh, well, that fine, he, get him on the air and let's let's see. We had Don. The, we've had Donald on. Oh, that's right. What's right? We'll have Donald back let's on have again. Him back on the air and let's let's find out where those roads travel. He says us. he can't wait to come back in. Okay, cool. That's, and he gets a lot of grief, but he doesn't hang out in those communities anymore for being quote pro American. Yeah, there is a desire. There is a movement, as Tabitha says. I don't think it's. I don't think it's anytime soon. Oh, no, no. And I think it's yeah. more later, but a movement to change what America was founded upon, what America had been up into the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. So, but, but there's been a big movement so the, since then, the last two quite, decades. This country has a bit of a problem, and it's a quagmire, I think, because there's this thing called freedom of speech. Right? Is there? Well, it's, it's they're supposed to be. It's right there in the document. So it's, it's, it's like you're supposed to be able to bring your constitution into any courtroom and say, "I can say whatever the hell I want." Back in the fifties, there was this thing called McCarthyism. You guys, remember that Lucille Ball? They thought mm-hmm. she was a communist, and mm-hmm. all these other Hollywood actors they thought they were communists and, and senators and whatever. On paper, that seems like it would be okay. This is a look. I live in the country it where I can okay. bring up any damn thing I want to bring up. You can blackball me all you want, but I think there should be communism back in 1954 and 1960s and whatever. So what's happening now is is basically it's just these people are thumbing their nose at you at this point. They're like, screw you, yeah, McCarthyism, yeah. What do you want? I I would like for this country. I'm not saying this. This is I'm paraphrasing. I would like for this country to adopt the principles of a dictatorship that is more social socialism aoc uh bernie sanders whoever else you want to throw in there i would like to break down this racist system 
And it, you can McCarthyism me all you want. When do you want me on your panel discussion? It's not a thing anymore, right? So it seems to be growing a lot of steam. It, it, to me, it feels like it's trendy, like it's fashionable. To be a communist? Yes. I think that kids, it all starts with the kids for me. It all starts with the kids. The, the older people, they're, it, yeah, whatever. They don't listen to them. TikTok kids, if they put their little revolutionary flags all over the place, upside down flags, this and that, that's where it starts to get traction. Well, to Eric, me, this feels like this is a boulder that has already started down the hill. It's beyond that. They're running our government right now. It's it's beyond true that. story. It, That's because true. What do you think Bernie Sanders is? Bernie Sanders is a communist. He believes in socialists. He believes in Marxism. He believes in communism. And all of those Bernie Sanders supporters, they started out at the bottom. Trust me, they have a grand plan. They have a grand plan to take over this country. And, and they 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 have to do it slowly and methodically. Otherwise, of course, it's treason. And so, but I'm telling you, they are taking it over. And it's just a matter of time. If we don't stop them, it's going to be too late. And I think it all gets back to the messaging. And most people are so far gone, they'll never come back when it comes to American ideals. And here's a case in point yesterday. In regards to marketing this show on a national basis, I was talking to a big, big, big wig out of L.A. I didn't know this until the end of the conversation. His name is Dave Newkirk. Okay, Love the guy. Um, As we're talking, he's... Because he was looking at our podcast, and he's like, you guys have a great product. He's like, what you guys do is a big deal. And once more people find out about it and you continue to do what you guys are doing, you have a great model. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, thank you. He's like, but he's like, and I'm saying that. He's like, I just want to let you know, and here's the point of my story in saying this. He goes, I was looking through some of your stuff. The fact that you bring up a Hunter Biden laptop shows that you guys are hardcore conservative. And I, and I thought to myself. Hmm, and I, Interesting. I, because like, that's the truth. Just because we <laughs> brought up the Hunter Biden laptop, he's like, oh, he's like, those are code words. People are going to know that you guys are all about conservative, conservative, just because you brought up the laptop. And I'm th- so, but I was being very polite because this guy was giving me time for free. Yeah. And he was trying to help me love the guy. And he's like, I just want to let you know, I know you guys are more of a conservative leaning show. He's like, I'm a blue liberal. And I said, where are you based? He said, L.A. And I said, okay, but this guy turned out to be a wonderful man trying to help us, giving us great advice. But the fact that he said just because we brought up Hunter Biden's laptop shows that we're far, far right. Oh, that was a term, far right. Okay, you know what? That's He's bu- like, you guys are far I, I, right. Show. I love him, but that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> because I'll tell you my, what. But he's been conditioned to think that way. Yeah. Yes. No, I think, that if, I think that if anybody on this show was to hear of some KKK camp down in Alabama, all of us would be talking about that because that's bull crap also. Uh, we we, we fo- focus on topics that are destroying what we think is a pretty darn good country, is what we kind of do around here. I think that's what I do anyway. Well, I try to. Or was. People, we're yeah. trying to make people aware. I mean, at least that's my point. What, yeah. My reason for the being The fact here. that we have to use code words on certain things exactly. to yes. avoid extinction yeah. from certain platforms shows and, and that I this think is not... A great. There's country. no doubt we're being shadow banned, and the fact well we're being shadow There's banned on a no lot of No doubt issues, but we're whatever. being shadow banned, and Elon taking over Twitter. I don't know how many of you use Twitter or not, but I'm telling you right now, things have not changed. Algorithms are still in place. Something's not as it's not as open as it was. I promise you, it has not happened yet. If any Twitter listeners, you know what I'm talking about, you'll still face some of the same critiques as you did before. It may not be as bad, but it has not changed. I don't know what's going on. 
the algorithms still seem to be in place. I, you know what I think about? So here's the thing. Like when you talk about, let me just, you talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. You talk about CRT in the classroom. You talk about um, Joe Biden and his uh, cognitive disabilities. It feels like we're UFO hunters. It's like, oh, my God. Every time we talk about it, it's like you can't prove it because the media won't come out and say, you're right. We have this laptop. It's No, it's shows like us going, we're the only ones here talking about Hunter Biden's damn laptop. There seems to be some problems going on here. We need to get to the bottom of it. Because NBC, ABC, CBS won't talk. Well, that's it's why always, you turn the TV it's off. It's like it's almost like urban folklore what we talk about in this show. Does that you know what I'm saying? Well, when we brought up, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's like we're it looking does. for Sasquatch. It, but, it's it's like, all, <laughs> but it's all there. You know, the, the gas stove thing, for example. I mean, I started talking about that a year ago, about them wanting to ban gas stoves. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all of the stuff that eventually comes out on mainstream news. It just takes them a really long time to get to it. No, it and, t- no, it doesn't have to. They're smart people. Trust me. Ask him. Every time a big story would come across the the wire that we would find out about, me and Tabitha, you guys knew about it too, correct? You knew about Hunter Biden's laptop yeah. way before we did. I would imagine. Yeah. But why not, didn't you guys report on no, it? No, 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 no. I knew about it. The lo- I did not know about it because of working at the local news station. I knew about it from my own research. Because I do that on a daily basis and try to keep in contact with sources that will report news that you don't see mainstream. That's why. And Eric, a lot of the not, stuff that I not, find out. I'm just, I always wondered Eric, that. I really you, did. Eric, if you polled, even after all the information we have right now, if you privately polled people that work at local news, I promise you, they don't think it's a big deal. I, I'm telling you, because I worked in those environments for 24 it's years. It's a different world. Eric, you and have I to know research. the people. That, I know the people that I worked with, and I know that they don't think it's so. A big and deal. let me ask you this: Then, are we putting too much of a big deal into <clears throat> all these things that we talk about? Then, no. Is it just a new world? No, really, we're okay. not putting too much of a big all deal right. because we're trying to educate. And yeah. you know, and, my humble yeah. yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And guess what? I think you do an amazing job. Well, I just ask questions. <laughs> I feel like see, science is about Scotty. Am I wrong in saying this? Science is about there's something there. I don't know what it is. I should start asking a few questions. And that's kind of what science is, right? If you don't have all the answers, well, then you better keep asking if the damn question. If science wasn't questioned, it wouldn't be science. It, Bingo. Yes, yes, don't, don't. Truth, truth should always be questioned because it, truth will always rise to the top. Yes. So I look at Tabitha's our- Tabitha's at least, what, 58% right on things that you hey, predict? No. <laughs> <laughs> More like 99%. That's a, that, that's Just follow good. Tab. Tab's got a pretty good <laughs> track is, damn it. Last. I hate it. I hate the fact that something will come up and I'll go, oh, my God. I always give Tabitha credit. I will say this every now and then when I'm watching news. Oh, my God. Tabitha figured that out two years ago because she <laughs> talked about it two damn years ago. Because, like, Eric, you know what? Everything that's going on in this world, it's out there where you can find it, where you can research it, where you can talk to people who know, but you're not going to see it on the news. Do you know what? I have not watched mainstream news since oh gosh uh since 9-11 yeah i stopped watching it back then when i realized the propaganda that was coming out of mainstream news guess what i turned it off and you know what i do now i research yeah. i read the news i'm not kidding you i'm a terrible insomniac so i spend my entire night six seven hours that i can't sleep mm-hmm. uh tr- when i'm in bed trying to sleep and I'm looking at every foreign newspaper, every local newspaper in different towns. And you know what? That's where the news starts. I talk to people in different countries and different parts of, of, of here in the United States. 
And you know, there's so much going on in the country. You know, we all share news stories back and forth. Think about this. We have so many different topics every night that we all discuss. And then we only select three, four or five of them to actually talk about in the show. We could literally have a 24 hour running podcast with all of the stuff out there that people need to know about. And we're, we just select the biggest topics. There's so much more. 87% new stat, 87% of this country, the United States of America think we function more as a dysfunctional family than a family that has it all together. Only 13% of the country thinks that we are, man, we're on track and we're running all together. Is that crazy? It is. It's going to get to 100% one day. Oh, probably. It's going to get to 100% one day when every person in this country thinks, I have no idea what the other side's doing. I don't know what they want to do. I'm not totally sure why they want my my American flag to come off of my house. What is that all about? And do people care? Most people don't even care. Okay, yeah, you're right. And I I kind of, you know, ignorance is bliss. If you didn't get into this stuff, you know, like Emerson, if you read Emerson and you read Thoreau, they're always about going, just go into the woods, get away from everything and transcend against against all this stuff. There's something to be said about that as well, is to just kind of unplug your brain and be happy from now until the time that you go into the damn dirt yourself, you know. So there's a lot of that. But, you know, my damn personality my whole life has just been curious about everything. I've always ripped things apart to see how it works. And I really want to know what's going on. I really would love to know. Well, the fact that you've Me got too. American politicians now paying Chinese, pretty much Chinese nationalists for their votes in the United States to help get them elected I'm Republican as well. One Republican. There was one. And he was a New Yorker. That doesn't surprise me. But there was one Republican that did this. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. That shocked me. Absolutely shocked me. Um, It would shock my grandpa, who I've talked about before, who stormed the beaches at Normandy, survived, was one of those few fortunate people. Of course, the man who saved his life. Uh, my grandpa named my dad after Victor. I was named after him as well. He would be just, these are the people that help lay the foundation for the country that we have. The thoughts that they would have that this is actually happening right now would blow their minds. Blow their minds. Oh, yeah. So the question is, was Tabitha says it's only a matter of time before things happen, but how much time does it take? Because they're... There doesn't appear to anything be anything changing here. Things only, are moving, but but quick. that's all from perspective. Think of this as if you're, a and four, this is one thing we know about Eric, right? But think what about else like is this. going on? Think about this: you're a four year old. Your parents are semi liberal. Maybe they live out in uh, Webster Groves, a liberal part of St. Louis. From your perspective, as a little kid, this is normal. From your perspective, this liberal agenda is a completely normal thing. As a matter of fact. That girl that they keep bringing up online, AOC, we, I think she's pretty. Does she have a TikTok account? So their normalization is not like our normalization. If they, are, if they believe, if the liberal parents are teaching the liberal kids this stuff, and then they go to the liberal college and the liberal high school, that's where I think you have the conservative conservatives have a major problem. And on that point, with everything that's going on and not covering the full message and what's happening behind the scenes that we're reporting, AOC has gone viral now for something else, Eric. What's that? Now, And this is going with the younger generations. There's a picture of her where a flash was taken, and she's wearing a shirt. 
I, I guess from a female standpoint, where she wasn't wearing a bra, but the sh- it's a, it's this fashion where the shirt will cover and not tell you, but if there's a flashlight, yeah. oh yes, it right. shows her chest. Yes, so that's gone viral because all of a sudden it's massive, and I don't has she had a baby or. I don't think she has any children. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if she had a baby. Maybe she was breastfeeding, something of that nature. They can become larger as you're trying to take care of a baby. God's natural process. So or, that's what they're trying to figure or out now? something, Or something just appeared, and they're huge. And that's like, oh, AOC this, She's AOC that. She's always had very large breasts. She okay. has? Yes. Yeah, well, I wasn't ever looking, but I just saw that that became yes, viral she now. Is. <laughs> she has always had very large breasts. There's a lot of photos out of her. And well, there's one that's going viral day. right now. I haven't now. seen it, but but yeah, she's always had very and large Eric, breasts. And Eric, that's like a viral. And I was looking through these kinds. It's like, oh, AOC, oh, yeah. she's hot. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, look I think the... she looks like a horse personally, but you know. <laughs> oh Can you God. please tell me you, we recorded yeah, she's that? She's butterface for sure. <laughs> yeah, she... and I'm just kidding. I shouldn't say that about her. Why not? People <sighs> could say that about me. I don't care. Yeah, that's all right. So I, I felt sadness in in Tabitha's voice when you just said that. You can say that about well, me. Well, I feel no. I I sh- I feel bad when I say things like that. Then I backtrack and I'm like, I I don't want to lower myself. To making fun of people for how they look. Yeah. I, she can't you help can, that look, she looks like You can like be the most beautiful woman on the planet, but if you have a sledgehammer at my back door and you're trying to bash it in, I can't stand you and I want to <laughs> throw you into a, into a well. That's AOC. She can be the most influential. You know, she can give you the makeup ideas and show you how to cook spaghetti online. But if you're going to destroy the country, Cory Bush, I don't care. You are a disgusting individual. Um, something else just came out. We were talking about the Hunter Biden laptop because of the man from L.A. I was talking to yesterday, who, by the way, likes our far-right conservative show from a selling standpoint. He did say there's a market for it. This, this Just keep in mind, there is a well, liberal. Well, of course there is. Liberal. They, they recognize this is a liberal L.A. big-time ad agency owner. Who says, yeah, but there's there's a market for the, uh, the, the that conservative uh I hate message. saying that we're conservative. I know. I, just it, it, I know, Eric, but that's... Wall. There's nothing wrong with that's being like, a conservative show, because guess what, Eric? The reason why there's a market for it is because the majority yeah. of Americans that was my are point. conservative. Yeah. Liberals are the minority. Conservatives are the majority. But the problem is, is mainstream media wants to intimidate us into thinking otherwise. And too many Americans fall for it. Too many Americans think, oh, you know, I know so many business owners that I've contacted about sponsoring this show, and they're so on the fence because they, oh, well, I don't want to upset people. I don't want to, you know, because I don't want to back a conservative. I'm like, are you serious? The majority of Americans are conservative. If you support a conservative show, guess what? The majority of people are going to support they you. They support you. And, and then you're like, oh, I should have done this a long time ago. Exact. That's exactly right. Yeah. It drives me insane because too many people think that we are the minority because they're listening to the news. That that television is, is a propaganda machine. People have to turn that darn thing off. Do you, do you ever find yourself, Tabitha, that you have too many stories that you're like, you know too much stuff? Because you're always texting our group thread. And I'm like, oh my God, she knows everything it hurts about my brain. every. Does it? Does it really? <laughs> does it? Do you ever have to figure out how to parse the information, how to c- categorize it, and talk about it, and and teach about it? Because I just think it's so overwhelming. It's like trying to talk about every drop well, in the ocean as it's coming over the over the beach. It's hard because I have there are so many things I want to talk about, and if you're uh, on my personal Facebook page, 
sometimes I will be throwing out like 30 things in a row. There are so many things that I want to talk about, but I don't have anyone to talk about them to it, because <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> There's people no one who cares. Care. And, well, and, and that's why it's good for me to be on a show yeah, like this. And yeah. at some point, I'm, I'm going to do my own little maybe we can podcast have, maybe on we the can side. Have, maybe we can have a, like a Tabitha open mic night at like a Wenty or something well, like that. Here's, well, here's the thing, too, guys. And then when you talk about these stories, and it was just, I don't know if anybody has seen this yet, but Hunter Biden is suing. He's got lawyers suing about the whole laptop stuff because they're saying that there's a criminal probe into what they're calling attempts to weaponize information from his laptop well guess what for it to be his laptop he would have to admit it's his right and that he's in charge of everything that's on it well in the lawsuit he finally admits that it's his that it is his laptop he admits publicly in court that yes he's responsible for it okay we knew that but it's one more little step okay hunters admitted this is all his and he wants people to stop getting into it and looking at it (laughs) yeah uh, okay. Um, thanks, Hunter. I know he's not the brightest bulb in uh, in his family, but well, maybe he is. I don't know. I think Bill Maher is a maybe. good. Bill Maher is like a canary in the coal mine, if you think about it, because he was kind of like rolling his eyes at this whole Hunter Biden thing about a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever not it was. Now. He was, and I think that he's getting sick and tired. Bill, if Bill Maher is getting sick and tired of a story where he looks like a chump again in the news where he's rolling his eyes two years ago and now going, holy crap, this damn laptop is a legitimate thing. And then he, and if you have a Bill Maher tar- starting to square the pieces of maybe these documents and this laptop have something to do with each other, it's going to make Bill look really stupid that he was on an HBO show telling people this laptop thing is nothing when it maybe it really is something. I think Bill Maher coming to CNN might be my favorite thing of all time. Because, yes, you're going to get your your best of liberal <laughs> hits. You're going to get your I hate Donald Trump segments on Bill Maher. You're going to get, oh, my God, conservatives are white, racist, whatever you want to But you're also going to get Bill Maher saying things like, wokeism in, in our high schools has got to go. He says it all the time now. He is starting to understand that the liberal policies that these Democrats are trying to pull in are destructive. So if he says that on CNN, it will be very relevant. 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 But here's the thing. I wish what I really wish people would do. I personally think the whole laptop discussion is 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 just to make us look the other way. It's no, an distraction. No, it was an accident. But, it was an accident. Well, no, I know that. A, I'm not saying it was with intent. I'm just saying that talking about it to me, and I'm not talking about us here, is a distraction. What I think we can pull out of the laptop, though, is the fact that there is evidence on that laptop, just like you guys just said, mm-hmm. that there was collusion well, you're, you're, Burisma so you're, you're, you're did chasing, happen. right? But right now, you're chasing around Sasquatch. I don't care about Sasquatch. Hunter's videos. I don't care about his. Nobody drug cares use. about that. No one cares. I about don't that. care about any of that. But we do have to take those documents that were found on that laptop. We know who the big guy is. We know now who Peter Peto Peter is. We're, there's so much on that laptop that I bet we don't even know about no, yet. No, we don't. Document no, we wise, don't. that's we do. so important. We do, but it, we don't. The, the United right. States doesn't. That's right. Europe doesn't. They don't care. They would, as a matter of fact, it was, if it was up to them, it would be just a bullcrap story. Problem is, it's not. I think, I think everybody in this room who is curious and who used to be a journalist at one point, it, we're curious to know 
we think we got this thing put together. You took classified documents to let your son go and get millions of dollars for you, and that's the bottom line. Your idiot kid brought a laptop to someone to try to service this thing, and they found all the garbage on it. There is a smoking gun. That gun has been fired. The fire is, the flames are shooting out of the damn roof right now. We got, I think everybody in this room is it put together. But this but, is the beginning. But until beginning. ABC, CBS, NBC put it together, the, then it will not be a story. No, they've put it together. They're, they're chosen, they have chosen exactly. not to. Thank you. Just like I'll be curious to see, Eric, if, you know, it, this is more of a positive thing and you have to do more of a deep dive. Tabitha understands this. Most Americans don't. I mean, you know, is it exactly. a big story that the United States intercepts 3,000 rifles, 600,000 rounds of ammunition, and 23 advanced anti-tank guided missiles that were in transport from Iran to Yemen? Yeah. And I support that. And yes. people and I was like, Tabitha's gonna be happy. I no, she's gonna no, smile. No, yeah. no, no. I I am I am in support of Iran sending those weapons to Yemen because here's what the problem is in Yemen. And so you're not happy. It's, I don't I could care less about the thing, you know, about them getting the guns or not, because they're just gonna send more. What's happening with Iran supporting the Houthis over in Yemen is the fact that we, the United States and Saudi Arabia, we have killed millions of people in Yemen, millions of people in Yemen. And people want to say, well, Iran is supporting a, a proxy war. You know what they're doing? They're trying to say, I'm not saying Iran's a great country by any means. The people of Iran are great. But over in Yemen, the world is complicated. World politics are complicated. In yeah, Yemen, we need bit. we need Iran over there helping the Yemenis because Saudi Arabia has killed millions and millions of poor, innocent Yemenis. Well, Those people war. are starving to death over They've there. They've got a civil war going and on. And we want to call the Houthis, we want to call the Houthis terrorists, but they're not no. terrorists. Our national, our, our government and media calls them That's terrorists. That's right. These people are not terrorists. And the terrorists. reason I bring that up, Eric, is the fact that we're trying to figure out all the other things with Hunter Biden's laptop. And is Joe Biden going to know how to pronounce things today or uh, complete a sentence? And there's so many things going on across the world right now. Yeah. It, they're, and it's all so complex. It really is. You know, and, and how can people call out Iran for sending these weapons over to Yemen when we're doing the exact same thing in Ukraine? We're, we're sending all the we're in. We, they say it's a proxy war. Now we're in a direct war with Russia right now. It was a proxy war. Now it's a direct war. People don't want to talk about that. They don't want to admit to it. We don't. We are no different than Iran. Yeah. No different. There, I think that, it, that world politics and local politics is so complicated. It's like it's like an, an and I think that that's too. It's a plan because it it makes people they're so confused that they just stop caring. It's almost like you have to carry a, a an encoder ring. Bingo! Around. Remember the old encoder ring you would get from Ovaltine back in the day, and you'd have to put the words out there. I wish so I had you, one of those right now, so you could figure out what was going on. We almost need a Tabitha Hassle to do an open mic night every Friday night, so we can and write a workbook, so we can understand what is really going on. Because I think what you say is really smart, but I cannot. Sometimes I can't put my brain around it and how it all interacts with each other because on paper. I don't want to see the Ukrainians get their ass annihilated I, by Russia. Do I. I, I don't, don't want to see that. I, I want them either. to get the hell out of the damn country. But it's never, Eric, when I talk about things, it's never about the people. Even even when I talk about liberals and Democrats, it's typically the leaders I'm talking about and not the people. Because, you know, we're all just pawns. We are all collateral damage. 
the people in Ukraine, I hate it that these people are getting killed. I hate that the Ukrainian soldiers are getting killed. I, I don't want to see the Russians, you know, soldiers getting killed. I don't want anyone to lose their life. I would love it if we just had peace. But the problem with world politics is that Russia can be a bad guy, but they can also be a good guy. Mm. Iran, they can be a bad guy, but they can also be a good guy. You know, it just depends, like in Syria. You know, everything changes in different countries of who's a good guy and who's a bad guy, depending on the situation. But one thing that's unfortunately true, usually us, the United States, we are usually the bad guy in every country. And right now, under the Biden regime, they're the bad guy in our own country. And that's why we have to get rid of them. That's why things were so much better under Trump. Under Trump, we became the good guy once again. And we have to get back to that. I think you're right. I think you're right. World politics, man, Trump, I don't know what it was about Trump, but he just, you just kind of felt like if you messed with him, that's probably not a good idea. It's kind of, it's like when the mafia walks into your your restaurant and says, yeah, you're going to be paying me 20% of everything you make, and uh, I'll be taking an egg sandwich to go. And then he walks out, <laughs> and he's like, I'm paying that guy 20% of anything we make in here. Biden is exactly the opposite. He's exactly the opposite. You don't no, no one respects him. He knows that he falls on his brain like every time you talk to him. He has no, he just has no character about him. So there's something about Trump, and I talked about it yesterday, about him not running for president. I think I would love for him to be president. I just don't think he has a chance, snowball's chance in hell with the with the good soccer moms here in Chesterfield. It's not going to happen. There, and a lot of people feel just like you do. There are a lot of people out there who do not and will not vote for Trump. And it's going to be really difficult for the Republican Party. Because I'll tell you what, I do think if Trump runs, I think he will be the last man standing. I really do. But what I also think they're going to come out and cheat as hard as they possibly can because they are on a path towards globalism. But I also think that long before we have this election in 2024, mm-hmm. we are going to be in a different situation with Russia and with China, and none of that may matter by then. Yeah. It may not. It may not. And that. And if anybody's listening to this for the first time, that is not scare tactic talk. We've no. kind of... We've broken that down several times in regards to what can happen because there's so many other things that are going on in this country. We talk about a lot of violence and crime in communities. Uh, if this doesn't freak you out, I don't know what does. The only thing that I'm trying to stay positive about is that New York has been there before. We're talking about the number one media market in America. Population abounds. Even with all the population that has allegedly moved to Florida to get away from New York politics, New York taxes, New York crime. Eric, I thought about you when I was looking at this story. NYPD losing over 3,700 officers and employees in 2022, the largest in 22 years. And the difference now between 22 years ago is the fact that the morale is gone. Eric Adams is the mayor. There's no money to pay the police what they should be getting paid. And now you've got... 3,700 employees, boom, just gone like that. Now, is it a lot? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, it, it, it seems is. like they a lot to a me. Huge when you can't, force there. When you can't find employees to be police, mm-hmm. that's a lot. It was a different story in 2001. In 2001, most of the, the exodus was from retirements. This time, it's actually people leaving and retirements. Does it surprise you? I mean, what do you want to go when when you you get a job, yes and no, Eric. It's New York City, though. Yeah. If you think that if there's one place where you've always thought it would be great to be a cop, it would be New York, right? 
NYPD? Yeah. It's like any Am job. I losing my mind, Tabitha? No, Tabitha? it's like anything that you no. love. Anything you love is that you know that you did because you did. You don't become a cop because you want to be it rich. You don't become a cop because you want chicks. Well, you don't be, you I don't, don't know about that. You don't become a cop because you love the uniform. You become a cop because number one, you were a celebrated part of our community back in the day. Number two, your cop, your dad might have been a cop. Number three, you had the full support of your mayor. Of your of your commanders, you had this full support of your 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 subdivision that you might have lived in, or the bureau that you you, you might have lived in. That's gone. All of that's gone. Mayor Adams doesn't care about you anymore. The governor really doesn't care about you anymore. The court system doesn't give a damn about you anymore. The people that are walking around the streets in your communities are literally taking shots at you now. You literally, when you put that damn, they might as well put a bullseye right on the back of those uniforms because that's what they're doing. And they're not calling it crime. St. Louis is a great example of that. We have, In St. Louis City, okay. I, I just talked to a, a county police officer the other day when I was at work, and he told me in St. Louis City, they lost right around 200 police officers in 2022. So think about that. That's a, for the county. A, a, no, that was for St. Louis City. Yeah. So St. Louis City lost around 200 police officers in one year. And that we're, we're a small, you know, St. Louis is a fairly small city compared to somewhere like New York. To lose 200 officers is huge. But you know what, Eric? To your point, policing is changing and it's going to continue to change. And like you said, Vic, you can't hire new police officers. Guess who is the police officer now, Eric? You are. And I am. And Vic is. And no, Scotty no, no. Is. You're, no, you're, no, you're, you no, are. No, wait a minute. I'll, 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 you're right and wrong. You you are the police officer, but if you take a shot at the criminal, you now become the criminal. Well, no, that well it depends on where that criminal is. If you're if you're defending yourself or your family, no, you're not the criminal. But think about this: the police world is changing right now. The only thing, and I love police officers. By the way, I'm 100 supportive, of course, of police officers. But things are moving to private security. You know, police officers right now they're frustrated. All they can do is pick up the pieces. When you're in some areas, not you know small municipalities usually, but in some areas you call the police and guess what? It, it may take them an hour to come out. You have to be your own police officer. You have to be ready to defend yourself because guess what? The police, they can't be there that fast. Even, even in your, a smaller town, yeah. guess what? You have to be responsible for defending yourself in your a lot family. Of people can't afford, and the, that's why people, a lot of people can't afford the uh, security company to live right outside of their building. Well, and what communities are starting to do because they know that, that it's too difficult to have police officers in their community, they're starting to hire private security uh, the, companies. There's the key word, hire. And they've been doing that for a long I time. I saw one last night, but it's becoming much more popular. I saw one last night in St. Charles. Said security right on the back of it. His, Patrolling his, neighborhoods? Really? Nope. <laughs> right in the middle of a, right out, out of, in front of a convenience store. Security, badge, oh, the whole nine course. yards. Two weapons? Yeah. Two, two Was weapons. It a quick trip? The guy looked like a damn linebacker for the damn Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. Well, Quick Trip, quick trip hires their own security people. And they're, they're no, it wasn't very Quick Trip. Well. It wasn't Quick Trip. But Quick Trip, you will see armed security guards at yeah. Quick Trips. And it was nice. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. It was kind of like, how you doing? Thank you so much. I, I literally wanted to say thank you for your service. He's like, it's not service. I'm getting paid well for this. It, but, Don't but go rob the store. A lot of what we're going to see, and we're going to see more of this going into the future, how policing changes, is subdivisions, what they what they can do. And, and I've been called out to some of these calls by different subdivisions. They'll say, hey, if your security team comes in, 
we'll hire you to patrol the subdivision. And then every member of the subdivision or every member of an HOA, we will put in so much of the money. You know, we will raise our like almost like a tax in our community to pay for the private security. You know, and they'll have businesses. Okay. If there's businesses there, we will pitch in. You're not going to get that security nut down in uh, St. Louis City. They can't no. afford it. Well, the hill, they, may, the hill maybe at Ladue they can. I, I don't maybe know if the in hill Chesterfield ever did it, they, but they can. were going to. Maybe at Chesterfield they you're can. You're right, and, and you're right. Not every but, subdivision. But, it's not but a, even these, an answer for everyone. Even these ring doorbells are worthless now. It, now you get to see the crime. You, no one's catching anybody. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my god, there goes my TV out of the house, and they're even going, "Hey, how you doing? Thanks for the uh, couch." Uh, the, so the ring doorbells aren't even a thing anymore because even if they get them on camera, they don't know who the hell they are. Everyone needs a ring doorbell. I I am fully supportive of that. Every person needs a camera on your own. These home. days, I think that the answer is, and I hate to say this, I would love if you're a St. Louis or St. Charles or a St. County St. Louis County police officer, call in. Does this embarrass you that you literally need to hire s- private security Listen. companies now because you? Are, your hands are tied behind your back. Eric, it doesn't embarrass them. It's part of the process. Everybody knows well, what the process why is. Why don't right the cops now. go to their leaders and say, what is going on Eric, around here? They, Eric, <laughs> because here's the problem. The problem is, number one, there are so many people you have to answer to. Number two, you have to worry about lawsuits. Number three, you've got a, let's just say a, and it's not in all police departments. I mean, you bring up St. Charles County in the St. Louis area as a place where police feel respected for the most part. Yes. But you've also got to answer to so many people about lawsuits and money lawsuits. that actually goes, yeah, and how you handle policing, what you can and can't do. It's all do. about the lawsuits, all about the lawsuits. Yeah. Because, you know, look how many, that's, that's such a big, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Vic, because look at all of these different cases where an officer, there's an officer involved shooting, and then all of a sudden there's a lawsuit. And even if a police officer is found justified in shooting a suspect, guess what? This the police department still may be sued successfully for five oh, in this million day and dollars. Age they would be. Fifty million dollars. Absolutely. In this day and age, no doubt about it. That's Back- why there's no money in the police departments. They're all getting sued. Well then there you go. You, 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 hmm. What are the solutions? I always feel like I, to, Vic, got- do you ever at the end of all these these every time we come and do on this podcast, do you ever walk out of here and go Man, we not only did we bring up the problem in our in our world, we fixed the damn problem. We came up with some but, pretty good solutions. But if you look at Tabitha, if you look at Tabitha, it'll never get changed. Well, it'll never get fixed. It won't because, because you might have the solution, but no one's going to implement it. Well, now you have a situation, and there is and a rumor out there, and it was just sent to me too right now by a listener of the show, and he sent me the article, and I, we'll have to try to find it if anybody can do it because it's on the run. We talk about how difficult it is to get police. Now, allegedly, there are reports that the five murderers who killed uh, Tyree in Memphis were not hired under the usual rigorous PD mm-hmm. standards. That's right. This is something that's going on all across the country. I remember we talked with, um, oh, who's Jeff Rorta about this, the former St. Louis City police business manager who was yeah. saying, you, you can't go back to the same standards that we once had um i remember talking to uh the former st louis city police chief who was before um oh who 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 was who was the chief 
Sam Dotson? Sam Dotson. Come on, no. Told, I know. Sam told me. My good buddy old. Sam. <laughs> Sam told me we can't find quality people to be police anymore. So now we're at such a, a bad stage that you have to throw out the process and take who you can get. Now there is word that the five who murdered and killed Tyree were not hired by the rigorous PD, but the city hired them because they were in such desperate need. They didn't go through the whole process to become a full-fledged police officer under the normal rigorous PD standards. You could tell by watching them. I mean, come on. They were out of shape, clearly. Well, I mean, That's I'm not going oh, to get into they who's didn't in shape even and who's not. Follow, they didn't even follow the most simple protocols. So this is another issue that happens. Tara says it's a diversity hire. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Just repeating from the, the, the comment line what people are saying. But all five not going through a rigorous process. You know what? It's, I don't know anything about this unit. But when you heard about it, the top line, you said it was called the Scorpion unit. Scorpion. Yep. Well, that sounds like a strike force to me. Yeah. Like a preemptive, like, we talk about that all the time in the show. You need to shock and awe these these communities. And if shock and awe means your community is so bad that we need to build a scorpion group to come into your community and, and pre-stop crime, that sounds like what we've been talking about on this show. Well, we have groups like that here in the area. We don't call them the scorpion group. I don't know what they call them. But we have multi-agency task force, you know, in our area where it's different units, different folks from different units coming together. I always wonder about this Drew Collins guy that's always on our on our little text line. I don't know where he lives. I don't know anything about him. He's part of the the crazy family that we have here. But I always wonder with his the dumb stuff that he says. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> it's no 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 offense. Does he ever feel sorry for the 60-year-old mom that lives in those communities downtown? Here's the shooting all night long. Can't go outside after a certain hour. Puts bars on their windows. Uh, you know, he and, does. Hold on, hold on. He does. Puts bars on their window. Has kids that are probably in, in, in really nefarious situations. Does Drew Collins, because it doesn't happen a lot in our no, community. No, he, he does. Yeah, we, we I, I've, I know I want to. I've I want known, to. I just want to say. Why, don't wave him off. He's part I've of our known, little thing. I've known Drew. I, I mean, Drew is a real person. I've known him since back in my yeah, Don't be afraid to talk to, directly to him. He's our only liberal we got. I always wonder. Drew, people, I, Drew I always people wonder, like him care about their community. I always wonder about him. Do, do you care? Of course he Do cares. you care that North St. Louis is a war zone? Do you care that South St. Louis... You can't base. You can. You is can, becoming that way. Yeah. Do you give it outside of the hill? Well, there was a time when Drew and I'm not, Drew. I'm not going to release your real name. When Drew used to call into my old show back in the day at 1380, and he and I would talk about these things. And you know what, Drew and other folks like Drew would say, and it, and that is, and by what I mean by other folks, means somebody who a black person who lives in a black community. They say, you know what, you're white. It's not your problem. Let our community true story. takes care of their true own story. problems. They said, you guys have no business talking about it. Yeah. We take care of our own problems in our own community. If you're white and you don't live in our neighborhood, you don't understand. I'm telling you what, the Chinese community out in San Francisco, California, you if you mess with the Chinese, they'll come and get you. It will. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you mess with a Chinatown down in San Francisco, they're not going to stand for a lot of that stuff. You, they will make you disappear. You will become part of the walk in their restaurant. 
Okay, I'm telling you right <laughs> oh now. God. I'm serious, Vic. Vic, oh some of the things that we used to hear when we would go out to San Francisco is don't mess with the Chinese down well, there. Well, they man. have their own. I'm gangs. serious. I would get nervous myself. Their own mafia. They have their own gangs. You know, most neighborhoods, believe it or not, have their own gangs. Even here in St. Louis, in the Bosnian neighborhood, and I love the Bosnian folks here in St. Louis, but there is a Bosnian gang. There are Russian gangs here in St. Louis. You know, every community has their own little deal going on. Correct. But the problem in, in the Asian community or in Chinatown in some bigger cities is there is also a lot of extortion. What, what? A lot of these games extort business owners. Exactly, And it all gets back to policing. Are you going to police? Are you not going to police? Do you have the power to police? Are you going to hire quality individuals and you can't hire quality individuals if quality individuals don't want the job. And you're not going to be able to hire quality individuals or get them to want the job until they are paid properly for the BS they deal with or treated with a higher amount of respect that they're not getting. It's another one of the many factors that are bringing the United States down, especially the city of St. Louis, the city of Chicago, L.A. for certain reasons, New York, Dallas, uh, Minneapolis, Denver, just pick a city. It's all over America. It's happening. Yeah. And it's not going to change until you treat that profession with the same amount of respect that you'll treat, oh, let's say going into IT or coding or owning a business. Or being a rapper. <laughs> or, or being a rapper or an actor. Yeah. And and my and kudos. Or an influencer. And kudos, 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 kudos. To whatever that business was that I saw last night, who hired the security department, fantastic, good job. That's yes, all I but can say. but you have to understand when they hire security, it's a deterrence. You know, the t the security guard is not allowed to actually do anything. I it's doubt a that. deterrent. I don't know about that, man. It is because it will, <laughs> it, well, that's just the rule. Is a you can't follow somebody outside of the building. You can stop them in that, but but a lot of these they were places, outside of the building. They were literally no, outside I'm not, of the I, building. No, I understand. I'm not. That's not what I mean. I mean that a security guard cannot follow someone outside of the property. And there's nothing that they can really do. Okay. What these companies are worried about, like Quick Trip, I'll use Quick Trip as a perfect example. It wasn't Quick Trip. I, I know, but I'm, I, I will use Quick Trip as an example. Okay. Quick Trip does hire their own security guards. But at the same time, if the, these criminals go into Quick Trip, they will load up six, seven cases of beer, let's say, and walk right out the door. Yeah. The security guard is a deterrent. But they don't typically. Good enough for me. They'll shoo homeless people away off the steps and so so on. But they're typically not going to stop someone from stealing because they don't want the liability. If Quick I had a twenty-one year old, shots. if I had a twenty-one year old daughter that was coming home from a club that wanted to stop and get a, a bottle of water and a banana or something like that at one in the morning, and that security d detail was there, I'd feel a lot better. It's a deterrent. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah, so, it's a deterrent. No. So I would like to. I would love to. I think it's time that we talk to a police officer and say, "Hey, what do you think about all this stuff? You got these. Uh, they're doing people doing your job, basically. Do you think it's cool? I guarantee you, most cops would go, "Yeah, I do think it's cool." Well, here's the the first thing: if we talk to somebody, it would have to be private because they're not allowed to talk publicly. They, or yeah, police officers do I, not you, have First Amendment rights. You, you, yeah, you cannot. What? Since when? Since always. <laughs> Since you don't talk. <laughs> now, if you remember, and we'll have another gentleman on the show too privately. We'll just have to have him not be on screen, um, we had an ATF agent that talked about how his job is being made very, very, very difficult for all of them and how the amount of calls and the amount of situations they're dealing with now has quadrupled over the past five years. Mm -hmm. It's happening. It's not just 
us or media or people talking, because you know you can, oh, things that snowball starts to go down the hill and it's an avalanche and it really isn't. No, it's happening. It, it's right. going. And and it's a problem. Yeah. I mean, I see. The- I mean, I even asked you guys the other night. I was just making sure my my son was headed down to Cherokee Street in St. Louis City. And he was like, Dad, is it yeah, all right? That's right. That's right. He's like, is it all right? it was down- you. No, no, it was my son. <laughs> I will go to Cherokee Street. I, yeah, yeah no, he I'll, and his girlfriend were yeah. going there. He had to go to a uh, a Mexican restaurant for part of a Spanish project. And I, the for the fact that I had to think about it, I was going, wait a second. I'm thinking about this. He's my senior son. And it's the first time I ever went, oh, I need, let me check it out. And then he, after some research, we found out it was fine. But I literally, like I said, it it changed after all the, sh- the carjackings, well, the shooting at police. And those things that started when I told you guys, my yeah. mind changed on St. Louis a couple, like, what was it, last week? Mm-hmm. It just, it finally city. hit me. Yeah, Wait a I minute, what? It finally hit you when you had to see if your if your boy was going to be okay going no, down it to hit Cherokee me, Street? It, well, no, it hit me that I went, I have to think about this now. Well, That's you, the first time I've ever... Did you talk? Did you teach him the rules of the city? Because what are the rules of the city? Oh boy, here we go. The rules Record of this. The city. What are the rules when of you, the city? When you're thinking about going downtown, let's go step by one, two, three, four, five. Go. <laughs> I got to figure when this out. When you're thinking about keep going your head downtown, on a swivel is what I've always you know, always keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Walk fast. One. I don't think you have to walk fast, but what you have to know where you're going. Put it in your GPS. Know where you're going mm-hmm. because one wrong turn can get you into a lot of trouble. There we go. In the city. Know where you're going. Be prepared to, to park your car and get out and go. Do not sit around in your car t- texting, playing around on your phone, because that is when you could get carjacked or robbed. Mm-hmm. Get there. get Have your stuff ready. Go where you're going. And then when you leave, be ready to get in your car and go again. Be aware of your surroundings. Look around yourself. It's sad that we have to do these things, but these are really things we should be doing and putting into practice everywhere we yeah. go. Because... Crime happens everywhere, but in the city, you have to be extra vigilant because the majority of people who are carjacked or who are robbed are people who are sitting in their car yeah. texting on their phone. Yeah, yeah but most people in the city, it's not when it's not active situations. Most are cars that are un wrong, aren't they? Two people. There's a lot. Two of people. One of them, we, Scotty Gherkin and I know very well, was in uh, Soulard and got pistol whipped. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's then he right. got his ass that's kicked right. right down there in Soulard. So if you think Soulard's safe, nope, not. Not That's because he went to a Creed concert. Well, there well, you go. A Creed concert? <laughs> <laughs> what that was punishment? Mean? No, one of our listeners, was it Pete just said, always count to three when the light turns green. What does that mean? Look. Oh, because people run the red lights. I'm assuming he means because oh, no one. Yeah. Is, traffic is signals are a suggestion in St. Louis City. It's I, not just St. Louis City. It's all it's, around the country. It is. I think you need to write a safety manual, the tab safety manual. And I will I will market the hell out of it and make some money with it because it everything you say is dead. The on biggest accurate. thing is to be aware because I will tell you, living when I lived in St. Yeah. Louis City, I lived in the city for four years, you know, down off Washington Avenue, and then I lived in South City for a couple of years. You have to be aware of your surroundings. There was just a, a woman, a mom, that was killed last week in St. Louis City. She was hit. Uh, somebody I believe was trying to carjack her. She got shot, and she died. And I'll tell you what. You have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to look. It's it's sad to think that you have to do that. But when you're going, let's say, up to a business, look around. See if there's anyone standing around. There were times, I'm not kidding you, Eric, when I was driving home, like at 3 o'clock in the morning, back when I was going to my loft, and I had to stop my car so two people could shoot at each other across the street. 
right at Market in Jefferson. There you go. On channel, cha- one of the channels here in St. Louis. I know you guys in Kansas and wherever you're listening from, you guys have a good time at our expense. But here's a, a headline from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department said Wednesday, Wednesday, that 149 cars were stolen in seven days. <laughs> Back when I was growing up, Get your car stolen was like getting struck by lightning. Yes, yes. <laughs> you heard about these stories, but it was usually someone from like 50 miles away. Hey, did you hear Dan got his car stolen? Really? Yeah, it was his ex-girlfriend. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even a criminal, usually. 149. I, I In the believe city that. of Missouri, the metropolitan downtown area. Mostly Hyundais in and uh, what are the, what is the other one? You mean cars? Cars are still being stolen. <laughs> Car and, and are you not sure? just not just five cars, Vic. Not ten. Not a dozen. Not a couple of dozen. But a hundred and forty-nine. When was the vehicles frame? last week? Oh dear God! Police oh, said. Thank you, Lizzie. What? Police said. Here, yeah. I'll read it. Damn again. St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department said on Wednesday that one hundred and forty-nine cars were stolen in just seven days in St. Louis City. And then the mayor decided to say, uh, we're looking into this. Now, let's all have a margarita down in the grove. None of that is <laughs> surprising. And to Danny's comment, Danny said his his soon-to-be ex is security you, at first. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What Our leadership. I was Sorry, Tim. That's okay. I, I said Danny made a comment, and I, want, I, I don't want to forget about it. He said that his soon-to-be ex is a armed security guard at Barnes, and they not only make arrests, but they do foot chases. But I want to point out that that's different. That's a hospital. And if you go to Barnes, they have some of the best phenomenal security. And the reason why they have such great security is, A, because it's a hospital. Money, money, money. B, it's a trauma hospital, and that's where they take a lot of shooting victims and uh, there's a lot of criminal activity that takes place at some of these hospitals. Very different than a the, quick trip or a store. The last line. But they this, have money to pay security. And they also have a lot of money to Hell pay security. Hell yes, they the do. The last line in this uh, article, and this goes out to you, Drew Collins, and I will always say your name because I'm not afraid of you. Some people <laughs> feel, the last line in the in this story is, some people feel, this is so sad. This is sad. This goes to my heart. S- they say, most people feel it's only a matter of time before they become a victim if you live in metropolitan St. Louis. Let internalize that for I don't a know. I don't know about that. I mean, I, 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 I didn't guess. write the article. It's right there. I think it depends. I didn't write this article. Think about this. When you're in St. Louis City, outside of being just you not paying attention and somebody randomly wants to carjack you, it, it's very, I think it's unlikely that you become a victim <laughs> because most of the people outside of carjackings and small-time robberies, they are killing each other. It's criminal against criminal. You know, for the most, but they're not. We're as a, how oh, many white people? If you're, if Eric, how if, many white people have been killed in St. Louis not, City? That's not the point because white None. people, because what, two, white people who two, live in three? West County aren't aren't crazy enough to go hang out in North St. Louis. After There's hours. a lot it's of white people happen. who live in St. Louis City, and guess what? They're Correct. not getting killed. Correct. There's a lot of white people in St. Louis. City. Yes. Out of what? Uh, maybe two. I, I the love you. I love you. I love you, Tab. But the more we talk about it, the more we're never. The more we're not going to be able to fix any of these. You can go to the more of these kind of conversations that are had. The more look, I'm, I'm, I kind of, I kind of consider my, I kind of consider myself an entrepreneur, Vic. If I own a business mm. and I see where it's hemorrhaging cash, I'm going to fix the damn problem, or I'm not going to own this business anymore. That's what we, when we talk circles on this show, like Eric, you're wrong about this. Eric, you're wrong about that. No, the problem is X. To fix X, you need to do Y. Y equals good city. Cities around America. That's, 
cities. You're right about that, Eric. Democratic-led liberal cities around America have made it a point. They are reimagining policing. It's not just St. Louis. It's Chicago. It's all around. We've talked about it. They've made it a point to not make safety a point. Yeah. Let me repeat that. They've made it a point to not make safety a point. Don't try to make somebody or hope somebody's going to become something all of a sudden. People show you who they are. And over time, they show you who they are. You already know in your major metropolitan cities where you have the same people, the same parties leading for 30, 40, 50 years, what you see is what you got. And it's not changing until you change different philosophies, different policies, having different um, motives. It's not going to change. Eric's right. Where we base this show out of the St. Louis area, they've shown us who they are. Not only did they show us who they are, they told us we're reimagining this police. <laughs> they've said it. We're reimagining. When I heard that, I went, oh, my gosh. But don't you think they're focusing? We focus sometimes on the wrong things. Eric, I'm going to say something that's going to blow your mind. Okay, here we go. If you bum, took, bum, bum. if you looked at St. Louis City crime, as much as we talk about St. Louis City crime, and you took black-on-black homicides out of the equation, St. Louis City would be one of the safest cities in the country. No doubt. That's 100% I true. I understand. I understand. I used, to, I used to live in a lot of these areas. and No, and, and safest in regards to keeping your life. But, Tabitha, there, there's a the lot of carjackings, the robberies are yeah. as high per capita but as anywhere in America. Carjackings happen all across the state, not just in the city. Most of the crime that, hap- that takes place in St. Louis City is people stealing cars, people no, breaking no, no. into yeah. cars. That's the majority of crime yeah. in the city. Correct, and that's there, a bad there thing. There are not a ton of rapes. There's not a lot of a ton of sexual assaults. When people, when a, when a when a door gets bashed in in Winghaven, it becomes a story. It becomes it's on all the news channels. It becomes a story that some, that the city the the the, uh, the the criminal nature of the St. Louis city has come to Winghaven. It's a community out here in St. Charles. If you don't know where we're talking about, it becomes a story. You get a you get your your door bashed in in North St. Louis. And it's just another day at the office. No one cares. No one cares. And they took all of that family's possessions. That family is now on the street. That family has now put up plastic in their back door. But no one gives a damn. But you do it in Winghaven. Woo! Most of the crime in the city are it happens to people who are putting themselves in a place of danger. They are dealing drugs. They're buying drugs. They're in prostitution. They have, uh, you know, the criminal element come okay. over to their home. Most crimes in St. Louis City, and this is true everywhere, it's people you know. It's people you associate with. Yeah, I can beat. I can it's beat. Not, I can beat the St. Louis but, dead horse still till no, tomorrow but afternoon. I, know, I but seriously Eric, can. But Eric, it, <laughs> Eric, it happens everywhere. And a national story right now is a New Jersey councilwoman. Um, she was shot dead outside of her apartment found in her car. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that's happening. 30-year-old New Jersey councilwoman, her name is Eunice, and I'll do my best to pronounce her last name, Dwumfor, and there's no suspects. All it says was a despicable criminal act. She's a Republican New Jersey African-American councilwoman. Wow, that's sad. In Saraville, Saraville, New Jersey, with multiple gunshot wounds. And police are now looking for suspects. So it can happen to anybody at any time, anywhere. But this one happened in New Jersey in Saraville. Yeah. What a crazy story that is. I mean, I, I, whether she was targeted, whether somebody knew something or not, 
Um, all they tell us is there was an active investigation. They don't tell us if it was a robbery. All that we know, as we hear most of the time, when people are murdered or killed, you hear how great they were and mm. what a fantastic um, presence they were and what they were given to the community. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's mentioned is that she had a background in IT. <laughs> Well, Scrum leader IT. This desensitizing. Um, this would have been a big story a couple decades ago, but it's kind of just like, oh, throw another one up on the board. Um, yeah, just um, 30 years. She was seen that morning at a store and then found dead in her car. So Really uh, sad. It just goes to show that the stuff can happen and is happening um, across the country, but that is a massive Do you think George Soros show. and his son ever sit in their huge dining room and go, Oh my God! I can't believe we're pulling this off. Pulling, taking over the country, off. destroying these metropolitan areas with these dumbass prosecutors. Do you think that they ever sit in there? This man, can you believe we actually got Kim Fox to do that? And they laugh. I'm sure they do. It's all in, a the, big in game their to Hungarian them. accent. Do you think that all they're just laughing? Game. Do you go, say, hey, call up Kim Gardner real fast and, and tell her she did a good job. Good job. Do you think that I'm serious? I'm not playing. I'm serious. Do you think that they sit in their in their office and go, I didn't know that we could actually destroy these cities for real? <sighs> I believe you're probably right. I'm no, I'm, I'm this is not rhetorical. I really why would like to think, know the answer to this why question. Why do you think they have W those WEF conferences? They all sit around Eric and probably. Eric, I promise you in just a few moments we're gonna give you something lighter to talk really? about. Really? Yeah. What Tasha Dove with aesthetic of Metaspas coming in. To yeah. tell you the things that she's done to my face. Your face? Yeah. Oh no, you're not gonna be one of those. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna be one of those celebrities like twenty years from now that looks like a lion, are you? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I and hope you can ask her that too. Yes, and I hope people pay extra special attention because I'll tell you what, I only got Botox one time. And I, I did not go to Aesthetica. I wish I had. And if I do it again, that is where I will go. But if you're not careful who you choose to do your Botox, I look like the Grinch for like two weeks. <laughs> I'm no, no comment. I, don't say anything, Eric. Don't say anything. One of my, don't say anything. I looked very curious. But, One of my eyebrows oh my was God. arched up, and I seriously looked like I was just curious about everything everyone don't said. You, don't you believe in nature? Nature's supposed to do what nature does. And, and I'm serious about yes, this. You're you only going to look worse when you do you, it. You, well, you can age gracefully. There are some things, and we're going to talk to her about that. By the way, some housekeeping notes. Um... Still putting together our free-for-all Friday for tomorrow. Got some things in the hopper. We'll let you know via social media. We figured that out today. Monday morning at 8.10, we are talking with Andrew Bailey, the new Missouri Attorney General. He is making a lot of national news. He's pretty much picked up where Eric Schmidt left off, whether people like that or not. He is heavily involved in a lot of national stories when it comes to keeping drag shows out of schools. <clears throat> also signing legislation as one of 20 states to go after CVS and Walgreens, warning them if they start mailing abortion pills out that they're going to be heavily sued and gone after. Yeah. So we'll see what he thinks about that. Then on Tuesday at 810, <clears throat> excuse me, Governor Mike Parson, G57 from the state of Missouri, will be joining us. So glad to have those interviews continuing to come Andy, up. Andy, we got some questions for him. Damn. Yes, we all do, Eric. No, I'm gonna have to take. The, I'm gonna have to take the majority. <laughs> we of this all one, do, I'm Eric. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to do paper, scissors, rock. Well, what you're no, what you're. I'm gonna not gonna. Do. I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag yet because it, you'll he'll be so 
<laughs> it's right. a secret. Yeah. Eric it's classified. Just, Eric, write them down. Don't take my question. Write, you already know never, what I'm going to ask him. Never. Write them down. Okay? Yeah. Write the questions down. Never. So we'll have that uh, coming in as well. Also, um, I don't know if people are surprised about this or not, but uh, last year, $3.8 billion was stolen from crypto accounts. Oh, I do know, because some of it was mine. What? What? I thought you had a large sum somewhere else. But I, Sal, something crypto. I had You got like, robbed? I what have the hell? many. I was using many Twitter platforms, many of them. And I literally woke up one day, and the largest one that I had was Voyager. And I was just letting my stuff ride out because I thought, well, eventually it'll go back up. Yep, gone. Completely gone. There's a, a settlement now they're trying to work out with people on Voyager. I will never get my money back out of Voyager. How much can it just, if I can It was ask, a lot. Like when you say a lot, I don't even know what a lot is. And a lot's individual. Tens of thousands a tens lot. What thousands. the? You lost tens of thousands of dollars well, in crypto? Not, it's not, fake, not in it's that take, way I it's didn't. fake money. At anyway. one point, well, it wasn't really my own money. At one point, I bought a ton of Dogecoin. Remember, I was really into yes, Dogecoin. Yes, you did. And I made a lot of money on Dogecoin. And so the money that I made on Dogecoin, I took it and I put it into Voyager and all these other platforms and bought other crypto. So it wasn't really like I was taking money out of the bank to buy crypto. It was it was Dogecoin money. Mm -hmm. But what happened is at one point it had gone up really high. Yeah. And then I, I should have taken it out. People told me to. And I said, oh, no, crypto is going to be around forever. And uh, one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made thinking that. And then all of a sudden, it, you know, it, it started declining. Mm -hmm. And most of my crypto that I had went down to almost nothing. So at one point it was high, went down to pretty much nothing, a very mm -hmm. manipulative, you know, market that it was, yeah. just like the stock market. And then one one day I woke up and Voyager was gone. Is crypto dead? No. No. It's not. You know, it, because because uh, it for 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 it the It was masses, a pyramid scheme is yeah, really well, what it was. It seems like it'd be dead to me if well, you we're say looking something for like that. I'm looking for the right financial expert to join us to talk about these things right now, Eric. We're going to a digital currency. It's just a matter of time. It will. I, I know people's, oh, he's, um, I promise you, we will be in a digital currency at some point. I always wonder. And we're going to see it in our lifetime. If you, if you, I haven't seen a dollar bill in years. I don't know even what that looks like. <laughs> they, we have new, new money. It has not been issued yet. I but can't there is new United States currency. Of course, if anybody was going to be one of the people who had $3.8 billion stolen from crypto last year, it would be UTAP. Oh, I I am only a little tiny drop in the bucket of that, but but it I mean, happens does that to people everywhere. I mean, does that concern people? Yes, That's there, what I mean. there are people who lost millions of dollars in crypto, millions of dollars, and I feel bad because I talked so many people into buying crypto, and thankfully a lot of them sold out. So, Scotty, didn't you make a lot of money on crypto? Uh, yeah, it was Litecoin. Litecoin. Some but people it's, did it's, really well with it. So wait a minute. Are, but I was out in like a week. I bought and then I was out. What? They're like, yeah. You made a ton of money in one week yeah. on crypto? Mm hmm Smarty pants. And that's what that's what people should have done. That's what I should have done. And I decided, oh, I'm going to hold on like a dummy. <laughs> now so, Sam Bankman-Fried or whatever his name is has all my money. He's so. in jail. <laughs> that bastard. Oh, no, were, no, were you, were you wrapped jail, up in that? Were, was it, that you? It, well, that was part of my money. But I just, got a, I just got a message yesterday that said, oh, guess what? Your Theta wallet. Ah, sorry. We're filing for bankruptcy. Your money is no good So that anymore. was him? So you were it's you all had part an of the same, him? not him personally, but it, it, it's all part of the same thing. All crypto centralizes most of it into the same. So place. financial markets are based around security and it trust was a pyramid scheme and trust. 
if 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 crypto gets this reputation of not being a trustworthy investment, how can it survive? Well, it's no different than the real stock market. Scotty and I had this conversation the other day. I hate the stock market. What people don't oh, understand, the, the stock market is very manipulative. It is only meant for you, uh, a middle-class person, or you, whoever is a lower-class person, to put their money into the stock market. And you know, the only people who profit are the people at the very top. It's very manipulative. All these banks right now mm. are being sued from uh, trumping up all their stocks mm. manipulatively to bring the stocks up higher when really they're worth nothing. Gotcha. Tesla stocks, they say, are really worth nothing. It's just the hype that hypes them up. Well, I don't know. The Tesla just came out with a car that has a 600-mile range. Did you hear about that? That may, That's a game changer in my BMW mind. just came out with an electric Six car. 600-mile range? That's a game changer for me. I I was I, w- I always looked at the two hundred and forty mile radius as nah I can't do that that's that's not far enough I'll get stuck in the middle of Oklahoma somewhere but six hundred miles is- without an extension cord yeah. right? <laughs> but but six hundred miles and it has a top speed of two hundred and fifty miles an hour that's a good deal this new Tesla is supposed to be a rock star I mean that's a game changer for me Vic and they uh, make something that can pull my trailers I'm game. Well, that new truck's supposed to be able to do that. No, that new electric on. truck? Oh, my God. Come on. It looks like something out of a, a sci-fi movie. People are buying those and flipping those and selling those things for, what, $120,000, $130,000? Are they really? I yes. did see a listing for... What, the trucks? The electric trucks, yeah. Yeah. I did see a listing for a truck that blew my mind. It was like hundred and five grand for a F-150. Oh, I just saw that. I just saw that. Like... What? Whoa, Wait a minute. Whoa, with whoa, an whoa, engine? What? With an engine or an electric no, engine? No, you got to put your... No, with a regular engine. Okay. Yeah, but, but it's the, an electric vehicle. The Ford Raptor is kind of like that. That's what it is. It was a Ford. It was one hundred and five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's retarded. I'm sorry. I know, I know. But what are you going to do about it? It's I, it's inflation. What, what do you want to say? I mean, say? come on. Back in the day, di- can you imagine in, the payment on that? It'd be in the four thousand dollar range, you would think, if you're doing a four year, seven year <sighs> loan. I guess I don't know for a truck. For come a truck, on. that's stupid. It's not, it doesn't even give you that much comfort. House. And you're still going to have corn chips in the middle of your seats. So and that's going to suck. We're being told on the comment line that Musk did not end up selling that plan for the 600-mile. I saw it. I mean, they had a report on it. I mean, look it up, Scotty, or somebody, and see if they, if you can find it. What does that mean? There's no. It's, it looks like one of the Tesla cars is a little bit more amped up, a little bit more souped up. Car said that it was. I mean, the marketing on it was 650 miles, which means you could go from here to Kansas City and back and be pretty. You'd be fine. Well, you're probably going to get some good deals on cars soon because just like the housing bubble is about to bust, so is the auto bubble about to bust. Because all these people who bought these vehicles on all these jacked up prices during COVID, well, guess what? They can't afford their vehicle payments. Yeah, and that's true. The cobalt batteries are killing the planet faster than anything you can even imagine. And once that battery becomes not usable anymore, it it goes into a hole kind of like what you put nuclear waste in because it's that toxic to the to the environment. So the the the, the numb nuts that are trying to push these stupid electric cars are really doing a disservice to everybody. Now that being said, hydrogen fuel could be a game changer. I don't hear a lot about hydrogen fuel that much anymore. I'm not seeing one that they're selling. There is an article that says that uh, Tesla Model S goes 752 miles with a prototype battery from a Michigan startup. Okay, there you go. Eric, All right. You know, did you know that you can buy for 
your own com- compost gas pump. No, I don't want to talk about that. I you only can also buy 12,000 AA batteries to drive to the gas station. I only want to... <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I don't build bass guitars. I just play them. I want to know the, the cars that are coming out of the GM plant or coming out of Bomberito. Anything other than that, I don't care about. That's all I'm saying. Is if there is an electric car out there or electric truck or electric technology that gets me from here to Oklahoma and city and back... I'm in. Why don't you want to use your food scraps to put gas in your car? Okay, oh, I want to. I got to hear this. Uh, yeah, this will be good. What? Go the ahead. Hell? Yeah, you can look it up online. You, it's it, last You're going to get I, suicided if you keep going with this. By the way, last time I checked, oh, it was about that. ten thousand dollars, and then you have this little unit you hook up in your backyard or whatever, yes. and it's a compost bin. Here we go. You throw your compost in there, and it turns it into fuel. That will fuel Back to the future. your vehicle. It's like it's like no Marty joke. McFly. Uh, uh, <laughs> it is. It's uh, to flux capacitor on crack. <laughs> okay. You take your trash and you throw it into a, a compost bin. Your food scraps into a compost bin. Just food food scraps. Food scraps, that's correct. You don't throw your tin cans in what there. What would a food scrap be considered? Uh, a, a potato peel, you know, for example, or your leftover steak, whatever. <laughs> Anything that can compost your eggshells, you okay. throw it in this compost bin, um, and I promise you, look it up, it's out there, <laughs> it and you can fuel your vehicle with it. Yes, you can, it, I promise it. you. No, it makes cooking fuel. No, it makes car fuel, I promise. Tabitha. It, it even has like a little pump. It looks like a gas pump. Tabitha. <laughs> I, will, I will do the research Tabitha. for you tonight and, and so, send it to you guys. So BMW did, our, I think it's BMW, they're coming out with a hydrogen car that's supposed to be... Good. I don't know much about it, but the technology. You're I, right. I, saw I don't. Th- ad. I don't think that 50 years from now we're going to be driving around in gas-powered cars. I think our cities will still be gas-powered, but I do think that there will be a better technology out there. Fusion is coming along. Maybe well, there fusion already, energy will would power these cities. A lot of vehicles we drive now. I can't. I'll have to go back and look. I talked about this in my a prior radio life, where right now there's a guide you can go online. We have an F150. It's my son's my son's truck. And you can have that converted right now mm. to be powered on. What is it? It's a is it hydrogen? Maybe. It's a it's a it's a. Mm-hmm. But there. But I think that people worry about it exploding if you have an accident. But you can do that right now. Yeah. Well, anything can. Don't just don't get in an accident. I know that they're that that's probably true. But I'm sure they can make those those hydrogen cells safer. Um, it might be LNG. Might be what I'm thinking yeah. of. Maybe no. cars that run on LNG. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I would love to know. I'll more have about to look the technology. that up. But there was a day when we used to heat our houses with little fireplaces in the middle of the house because we didn't have electricity. And there was a day when we used to ride around in horses. As a matter of fact, St. Peter's, I believe, still has on the books you can't tie your horses up in front of certain businesses. <laughs> <laughs> so we used but to. Damn it. it. <laughs> No, but in the St. Louis area, yes. over there in Ladue, mm-hmm. people will ride their horses from Frontenac over to a place called Sportsman. Really? Is there a trail I've seen for it. them? No. It's the, just on the side of the road? For people in the St. Louis area, no. They will pull, they'll, they'll come out on Lindbergh and take their horse right down no. Clayton Road. I need a picture. Right down Clayton Road and tie up. I've seen it happen twice. I, I knew one of the families. The other one I didn't. And That's kind of cool. And they have their horses out in the front. <laughs> you can do that in at Stovall's Grove as well. You'll see horses tied up out there also. And what their last name Ingles? <laughs> <laughs> they those horses leave around their uh, death and destruction as far as the planet goes with the methane gas though. So they're screwed. <laughs> no, yeah, hor- horses are on their way out. 
with uh, oh, excuse me Biden. do the horses Biden know this yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about oh, boy. what about the oh, i word what now i was just messing with i was you. just i was just reading about you? a porsche that runs on it's a new maybe there's a porsche don't tell me a porsche that's electric that's going to be on com- a combustion engine well, Everything's that, a combustion like a, engine. That's like a diesel. Yeah. Diesel is that what that combustion. is? Yeah. yeah. But there's all kinds of articles on here, Eric, where you can do your homework about compost, compost fueling that's vehicles. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. Give me, give me some of those raw bananas over there. So, well, Doc, <laughs> Doc Brown did it 20 years ago. I guess ago. you're right. Dead. Dude, what in Back to the Future? Quick, get in the car. You know what? <laughs> the flux capacitor is going to be a, a thing, isn't it? Oh, I want one of those so bad, like the replica ones that you yeah. can plug no, in. I, and just I want have, one that we works. We need one out here for the studio. Yeah. We'll run on the, the flux, flux capacitor. <laughs> Vic, the flux capacitor is going to be a thing. And you're going to be able to run your house off of a flux capacitor. A flux? Do you know what, what? that is? A flux what? A flux capacitor. A flux capacitor. It's exactly what she's talking it, about over it's there. It's what makes it's, time travel yeah. possible. <laughs> flux it's capacitor. a fusion energy. It's fusion. And it basically, miles. yes. Oh, my God. Please, to God, tell me you've seen Back to the Future. I've seen Back to the Future so many times. I was trying to envision the flux Capacitor. It's the thing at the back of the car. It's the thing that, that looks like the Y that, that lights out. up. Yeah. Yes. yes. That yes. could yes. be a thing. Could you imagine walking into your house and looking and, oh, look, the flux capacitor is working. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> flux capacitor <laughs> yeah. fluxing. Yeah. Johnny, I need some apples to throw in the flux capacitor. The, the flux capacitor. Yeah. Okay. It, it could. Man, I'm not. I'm. Look. Look, we live in such a crazy world. Anything's possible. Now on to now Tabitha, on to, St- Tabitha, what are you reading up on? I am I am reading about seven alternatives to making your own gasoline at home. Oh my gosh! Come on, man! I'm looking for a picture <laughs> of the flux capacitor. <laughs> Everybody in this room Please right now, show the flux capacitor yes. if you can find. Everybody that. in this room here is doing. It is. Okay, is this it? What do we got here? Is that trash? No, that's the flux. It's capacitor. the flux capacitor. It's it, what makes look, time travel tra- possible. Look, Vic. Vic, Vic, Vic. Okay, I'm checking. In the it first out. movie, you needed to have plutonium to run Correct. the damn thing. In the second movie, he he figured out a way to no, use. it always runs table on. scraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it always ran on. No, I guess they, it did. It was you, plut- yeah. Remember, it was the first movie. Yeah. He was he was he was the Iranians. He stole plutonium from them. I don't know how, but they found me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As Aaron says, it ran on trash in the second movie. In the second course. one, they were like, don't worry about the damn nuclear rods anymore. We're just going to put bananas in this thing. It's so fun. Back to the Future was the Simpsons before the Simpsons yes. started predicting the future. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know yet, Vic. We don't know there yet. There may be something to the flux capacitor. Yes, there might be something to the flux capacitor if we can ever figure out this fusion fission thing <laughs> okay as carlene says i'm looking at the comments right now maybe we'll be able to feed our vehicles bugs that and travel well, we'll be feeding it to ourselves I, maybe now now in tabitha's defense this is. this alternative stuff is- cng <laughs> i found it cng is what i was talking uh, not only your compost but right now you can buy kits for a yes. lot of vehicles and you can run your vehicle on cng which is the same thing as LNG, liquid natural gas. So this this little show is really cool to me because we always come up with alternative things for everything. Yesterday I sent them a, an article that says that a guy that had cancer in four parts yes. of his body 
including small cell uh, cancer in his lungs, who was had literally three weeks to, and he was to live. Cancer in the lungs or liver? It was all over liver, okay, lungs, liver kidneys, and, and I think the stomach as well. And then the, he, you're you're at hospice at that point. I sent a story, and it's true that his his veterinarian friend told him about this uh, this uh, pet drug that basically killed worms, I believe. Is was, it, it the uh, I word? It wasn't no. the I word. No. It was something else. No. And he took it, basically took it, and he's completely cancer-free But it's now. an anti-parasitic. Yes. Cancer yes. is a parasitic. It's yes. an anti-parasitic. Well, which is what the I word is. Yes. But no, it's not. Cancer is a parasite. Yeah, it's, they didn't use the I word. They used dog medicine. I wish I, I had gotcha. that article still. But was, yeah, you'll have to send that. But, but because it has, a, that, it has a name. It starts with Well, it F. wasn't an article. It was a, it was a news story. No, it was him they basically a, saying, yeah. They I, did a damn news story on it. Well, the I word also cures Various forms of cancer, they say. They've used it in breast cancer, prostate cancer, uh, pancreatic cancer. But cancer is actually, what that is, is a parasitic infection. And a lot of people don't understand it's a parasitic infection. So if you have cancer and you use an anti-parasitic, like like the I word or whatever you're talking about, Eric, it should kill the cancer cells. Yeah, I don't know, but it's like... But the government doesn't want to tell you it's a parasite. Most illnesses we have as humans is actually... A parasitic infection. But don't you find it interesting that a veterinarian prescribed this to this guy? Correct. And he basically is completely cancer-free. Yes. Isn't that what? And, and local news actually did a story on it. Yeah. And there's another story it. about a bean or a nut or some kind of a seed out of the rainforest in Australia that they're using as a direct... They're just basically shooting tumors with, and it's and the tumor's gone in 48 hours. I remember hours. you talking about that a while No, it's not. It's like what Vic said. It's a story with the lady that shows the scar where the malignant yeah. tumor was and go, yeah, they just shot it up, and 48 hours later it was gone, and now the redness is completely gone too. I remember you talking about that story. Lizzie says her aunt had brain cancer, refused chemo. She's taking homeopathic remedies. She's been alive 10 years since diagnosis. Yeah. There's a lot of that's, people. That's you know what? You amazing. Can, you can talk Miracle. about Pfizer and cupcakes all day long. That's not really the story. The story is, is they have treatments for these fatal diseases now, apparently, that have nothing to do with going to a Barnes Jewish hospital or to a SSM. And that's the interesting story to me. That, well, to there's me, no money in curing to, illness. Don't be negative Bingo. on me now, Tabitha. Who cares if there's no money uh, curing out? The, the government cares. How do you think all these people became wealthy that are sitting in Congress yes, right now? It's a massive problem. Well, maybe you have to get your Human- ass on an airplane and go fly to an Australia or something like that to get cured. Australia is oh. way worse than the U.S. Hey, is. Jeannie says, my sister's a nurse and disagrees with the conversation. She says cancer is cells. Well, cancer is cells, but I... It's it's cells that over that are that continue to grow or grow out of control. But there are a lot of studies you can look them up that say that is caused by a parasite, a microscopic <coughs> parasite, an anti-parasitic types of uh, medications. Can we learn like more about the this? I word. Can this show be more about this? I would like to, I would like for this show to explore that a little bit more and and to have updates on And they're it. not going to teach you that in nursing school. Hell no, they're not. They're not going to teach you that in medical school. No. Anyone can go online and you can look up uh, cancer is a parasite and you'll find all types of information about it. I didn't know it. that. A parasite. And I'm not saying all forms of cancer, but they, they have used the I word in breast cancer, in ovarian cancer, in prostate cancer, in pancreatic cancer, and have cured people. Yeah. I talk about a lot of stuff on the show I have no idea about. 
<laughs> we're here to learn that's we're all right. here to learn that is all right eric that's yes. what we do we continue to move on yes. and try to get better and learn all kinds of things um we will we, i was gonna say yeah tabitha just asked me where's tasha i haven't heard from tasha i hope she's all right um we won't have her today we'll have her maybe tomorrow maybe the next day i'll find out i hope so i can't up. wait to yeah, hear from tasha I, yeah her logo looks fantastic on yes, the screen that scotty put together um, something had to be up at that. So we'll find out what is happening with that. Also, um, just a reminder, we talked about it before we get out of here today. We'll have some fun tomorrow for our free-for-all Friday. Eric, before you got here today, we were talking about this St. Louis City rapper who we're trying to get on, trying to get him in studio, not mm -hmm. just do a video link, mm -hmm. where we can discuss differences because that's something the show was about too. We want to hear from everybody and, and hear different points of view, not just from one person who's jumping in on the comment line yes. that we like. So we are attempting that. Andrew Bailey's coming in Monday, the Missouri Attorney General. We've got Governor Parson coming in Tuesday. Looking forward to that. We've also got um, Ben DeVerger. Uh, he owns Athena um, Car Warranty. Nice. You can go to our website at cancelthisshow.com and check out uh, what he's doing. If you need it, it's, we were talking about cars. Um, there's a supply demand issue right now and people are having to hold on to their cars longer. Things may be going wrong. Um, you're going to want to be warranted up. That's for sure. Check that out. It also supports us. Um, I know Ben for a while, he's going to come on, not only talk about the car warranty service that he provides, but he's going to talk politics with us too. Love nice. It. nice. Ben and some people may like it. Some people may not. But um, he also was a guy at Lifetime over there. If you guys remember me talking about how I was very frustrated. We were working. Remember that time in I life remember. when Jim's actually forced you to wear a mask to work out? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I uh, He took in a doctor's note and had multiple people rip him, yell at him, cuss at him just because he didn't have a mask on. And he hasn't gotten one apology from anybody now that we find out that, oh, yeah, guess what? It didn't matter whether you were vaccinated or not. It didn't matter. And then we find out, oh, yeah, there wasn't one study that showed masks were working for us when we were wearing them to stop the spread. Not one scientific study. No. So anyway, he'll come in. He's going to be talking with us on Tuesday as well. So we continue to have a lot of guests show up. Looking forward to that. You can always go to canceltheshow.com to check out our original content. Canceltheshow.com. Uh, you can go on. You can donate to what we're doing as well. Click the donate button. It's on the top of the screen. We appreciate that. Also, if you're using your your cell phone to watch us, you just click on menu, and you'll find that donate button as well. Um, we're rocking and rolling. We have several shows that we've been doing, uh, putting those things together. We also love it when you guys uh, let us know about stories. I was sent a bunch of things today already. Um, I'll jump in after the show and check out what we're doing. But, yeah, as I look down, we're getting a lot of people sending in Story ideas, yes. interviews, if you have that as well, that would be a very cool thing. And there was one thing that I was wanting to read to you guys today that I saw that came up over the weekend regarding cancel culture. Um, we do cover that story as well. It seems as if people are always being canceled in some form or fashion. But yesterday it came out that, and you may know this, Tabitha, because you're in the movie industry. DC Studios boss James Gunn, do you know who that is? No. I, I don't know who that is. He attacked cancel culture in their effort against one of his stars because he says, don't keep a list of what people think. Now, he is going after cancel culture 
because one of his actors, his DC film star Zachary Levy or Levy. Okay, I know who uh, that is. He came out and had a tweet slamming the COVID nineteen vaccine manufacturer Pfizer. So Levy came out and did this, and then when he attacked or went after the COVID nineteen vaccine, this is a major actor. You knew what happened next. Cancel culture went after him online, oh, of course. I bet. The keyboard warriors. And then his own director had to come to his defense and said, I'm tired of all this BS when it comes to cancel culture. His own director. He said that Pfizer was a danger to the world. This was Zachary Levy saying, yeah, or Levy saying is. this. It is. So very interesting yes. uh, because you do still have people coming out and trying to say, hey, we don't need cancel culture. We're tired of this BS. Let people live. Be yourself. You don't need to go out and make a comment about a situation that you're not involved in, that you're not trying to be, instead of trying to be a part of. Um, interesting to bring those things well, to the forefront. So cancel it's culture. killing the film industry. Is it really? Oh, yeah. What's why? killing the film industry? Cancel culture why. is killing the film industry why? to some degree. Well, because no one can speak out. What Most of these people at these studios, they don't want these mandates. They didn't want these mandates during COVID. Think about this. For one full year, one full year, I had zero work because guess what? All the film studios were shut down. They were not making movies. Millions of people all across the world unemployed because they were not making movies. Uh, celebrities weren't touring. Nothing was going on. There were no new movies coming out. Movie theaters were closed. And then last week, Aaron Rodgers came out. And I know a lot of people like to dislike Aaron Rodgers. And he's kind of a, he, he definitely marches to the beat of his own drummer. But he just came out publicly and told Fox News, the woke culture wants to be offended by everything. Yeah. You just go online and find something you don't agree with. I think. Oh, I'm offended. Yeah. How can you possibly say that? I, I don't really care. I, I think the true bad people Aaron in Rogers. all of this are the people that allowed themselves to be canceled. There's a guy named Andrew Tate. You know who Andrew Tate is? Of course or? we do. Okay. This is a cat that has the entire when, world, cancel culture world, after him. To the point where he's in jail right now, probably for some screwed up law, whatever it is. But um, he does not give a damn. You can come after him with all guns blazing and it just bounces off of him. And he's becoming a superstar for saying, screw you, cancel culture. I will say whatever I want, whenever I want. And I will teach and, is, and I'll go one step farther. I'll teach your kids how to be good humans. So you can be you can go and screw your life up all you want. But I'm going to teach your kids that your parents suck balls or whatever. Chris Pratt's another example of that. He doesn't give a damn what people think about him, does he? No, he comes out and he says Christianity's great. He's a conservative. He's like, he fire me from your from your movies. But you know what? People, he said it at the height of his career. Right, but people want him in the movies. They yeah. want him in the in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They want him in these movies because he makes money for the studios. It's time for the woke companies to fire every wokester that's in your building and have enough of this because you know what they represent? They represent five percent of the population. Five percent. Yeah. And you guys are letting them drive the damn ship, and they don't even have a driver's license. Which is why we try to remind you of these things are going on from a cancel culture standpoint. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of Cancel This. Remember, you go to CancelThisShow.com. CancelThisShow.com. Share the show. Like everything that we're doing. We appreciate your help. And as we try to continue to do what we're doing, Scotty Gherkin, Eric Johnson, Tab the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. We'll see you for our next episode of Cancel This. Cancel This.